Yo, what is up? This is DPS Podcast, episode number eight. I'm here with Mr. Gaming Forte, the the Destiny officiato, Destiny. He he's a Destiny guy, and he's a gamer, and we're gamers, and we're gonna have some fun. So let's get into it, man. Let's 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 say what's up to some of these people here in the chat. Eagles fan seventy six was good. Replicant was good, man. Um. Punkish got punkish gaming in the chat. Here we go. No slow mo's not having tech. Okay. I, okay, never mind. <laughs> hustle, hustle, motivate in the house. What's going on for say? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I, I, the, the, where's the hate at for Destiny, man? You, I, I, I like you better the other way. You like it when I hate on Destiny? Yes, because it's funnier. Because you know when you when you try to be nice to the game, it just comes off as disingenuous and fraud. It is disingenuous because yeah, that, yeah. that game doesn't deserve it. But I'm trying. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying. I'm tur- I've turned over a new leaf. What, what, is it because of daylight savings time coming up this weekend or something? Is that what it's about? You know the. What's what is the the leaves getting to you? The coloring, the the change of the season. No, what's really no, going no, on? I mean, I'm being nice today. I'm a nice guy today. That's that's what uh-huh. I'm doing today. It's you know, it's been a long day. I've been working hard because I'm a hard worker. I, I, that's what I do. Uh, I made made a video. You know, I'm out here. Yeah, just trying great to, video too. Oh, thank you, thank you. Good, I'm good a, I, I I really feel like let me let me, let me stop capping. I really didn't work as much as I would have liked to. I got really, really like deep into looking at CPU coolers for my PC because I want to overclock my CPU, but my current cooler isn't like it's a it's it's a budget coolers that's only good for like stock speeds and definitely not good for an i7 9700k at 5.0 gigahertz like nah it's not gonna work it's gonna melt my build so I had to go start looking a shout out to meds and um, actually, a, a few people, Meds, Bless, um, Bless Red, a whole bunch of uh, people were looking. Uh, you know, I went on Twitter and was like, "Yo, what's a good cooler that's not gonna block my RAM?" Because you know how like the air coolers, like the really, really good ones that are like up there with the top of the top of the line mm-hmm. liquid coolers. Them things is like the size of your head. Mm. They're, they're humongous. They just block out your entire build, you know. And if you got some pretty, you know, RGB lights that should be flashing and stuff, maybe who wants to cover all that stuff up, you know? Who mm. wants to cover up? Shine, man. Or, or what if I want to switch out my RAM? I might have to remove my cooler just to do that. And and if anyone has built the PC before, it, some of these coolers, like the current cooler I got was the most aggravating part of my entire build. So yeah, look, man, <laughs> I, I ain't trying to do all that. So that's why you um, go AIO. No, it's look, I don't want to go AIO, right? That's why you go AIO. So you just this is why, this is why I don't want to go AIO. And and, and, this, and this and I know that a lot of people don't deal with it, but some people deal with it, and I don't want to deal with it. Is that some of them have leakage issues, right? Oh, it doesn't right. happen to everybody, but it does happen to true. some people. It does, huh? it does, so, you're right. And because it happens to some people, I ain't dealing with it. So you, so you, don't want, so you think your luck is that bad that you'll be part of the the point seven percent of people out there that oh, they yeah. have to? Oh yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, you you future thinking it. That's cool. Uh, do yeah. you want to um, do you want to uh, respond to our homeboy? You know, part of the Destiny fandom, Sir Taz, when he says that every time you play Destiny two with him, you always have a good time in the game. That's because I'm playing with friends. You know, when I'm playing with friends, I'm having a good time. And so, yeah, you know, um, Taz, Luca, Villain, you know, even though Villain ain't really playing, he doing something else. We don't know what he's doing. Probably playing with his action figures or something. And shout out to him. He got married today. Congratulations, bro. Um, and, and Forte, you know, we just having, just kicking it, having fun. So that's why I have a good time. But, you know, I, I don't play all the time just when I'm playing, doing gaming, I don't always only play with you guys. So when that those opportunities happen and I'm like doing everything else there is to do in Destiny by myself, I realize how complete utter garbage this game is with the worst story ever. And just the worst quest. Hey, just sit around in this one area and wait for something to happen and continue on with your quest. Get the freak out of here. I'm not doing that. So, no, look, I'm just, you know, I, let me not get into the Destiny slander. That's not what this is for. Forte, how have you been since the last time we did DPS podcast, bro? Uh, Busy. I've been good, though. I've been um working a lot. Dealing with short staff because um Corona and people don't want to work. Um, hiring a bunch of people, getting ready. Man, this holiday season is sneaking up really freaking fast, bro. It don't even feel like it's the holiday, but it's like the systems are about to literally release. I got a massive re uh, reorganization of the entire store that I'm still working on that started on Sunday. So it's it's been it's been very trying and very irritating. But look, man, it's it's all in the name of fun and business and had a great time over the course of the week. Played some games with some friends. Um, always a good time talking to you about everything that's going on. And, um, you know, especially yesterday, yesterday was kind of a, a culmination of like just being happy for just people in general because i try to always stay positive about all the stuff that's going on in my own personal life when it comes to like just always slaving at work it seems and stuff but Mm -hmm. on top of that it just feels like you know i just can't wait for these systems to come out and that's probably the reason that i'm most happiest because i feel like the conversation is gonna change about being about more about games than technical specs and hardware and who has now trust me the the whole situation about who got the better system that's not going anywhere we're you might as well buckle up through the whole next generation for that one because mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that for from from the daily systems launch until they give us mid-gen refreshes which i i honestly believe we might get but uh um, but we're definitely getting that at least yeah. on the xbox front yeah yeah especially on the xbox front we're gonna get that so I'm just super excited for this to finally be coming to a head in the next, what, 11 days. And these new systems are going to be coming out and a lot of movement. And I'm just happy to, you know, see other people happy. So that's pretty much what I've been doing outside of playing games, of course. Yeah. Hey, look. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, (laughs) Hey, Taz in the chat has a good question for you. Uh, Okay. He says he wants to know have they announced the midnight release yet? There ain't no midnight releases, bro. 10 a.m. the next day. They ain't gonna they don't want people lined up outside the store. 
at, at midnight or whatever <laughs> try whatever time trying to get their system. Uh, but the funny Especially thing is, with these be, things being in high demand, somebody yeah. gonna get jacked behind yeah. the corner plus, at two a.m. Right. Plus, they gonna still. This is the funny thing. They say that because they don't want people lined up at like midnight to get stuff that late at night. But they still gonna be lined up at ten o'clock in the morning when we open. So. Look, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. But yeah, we're opening at ten o'clock. That's pretty much. I mean, it's ten o'clock in our area. Um, I think it's ten o'clock at every. So it's not like they did with the release of the pre-orders, um, mm-hmm. where it's staggered by whatever time zone you're in. It's gonna be staggered like your store. Like we open at ten. That means if you're on the West Coast, your store opens at ten. That's when you'll be able to pick it up, which will be like one p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. So. Just make sure you're going up to your stores and getting that stuff taken care of. And I would suggest if you are going into a store, um, because I think the only stores that's going to have them in store is GameStop. Um, everybody else is doing, unless you went into the store and pre-ordered it. Like I think the Best Buy even do in-store pre-orders. I think they only did online, mm. right? Because I think uh, GameStop's the only one that did in-store pre-order. No, no. Best Buy, you can do both. You can do in store well, and online. In-store. Okay, so Best Buy. I know Walmart didn't do in. I don't. I know Walmart didn't do in store. They did online only. Target only did online only. And when I talked to the tart, the guy at the Target next door to me, and I could be wrong about Walmart because I I believe Walmart only did online. Walmart only. did do in store only. Well, Walmart they, they did. did they did in store so. too. Okay, yeah, because I saw a lot of people live streaming themselves pre order. Okay, so Target's the only one that did online, and um, because mm-hmm. I asked. I asked the the my one of the I'm right next to a target and I asked him about it and I was oh, like oh shout out to the grounded gamer Jay Fonzarelli in the house man what's up bro um also uh we got a question from Hustle asking you if police will be present at your yes during the console release uh, you got yeah. armed bodyguards in case somebody you know lose their mind a little bit and just you know yeah. get off all right you know like. Yeah, get them up out of here, Popo. <laughs> I call. Well, see, the thing is, they're not doing. I don't think they're doing that. You know, across the company, unless you're in like one of those areas where it's like. Oh, oh so you in the hood? No, I'm not in the hood. I just refuse. <laughs> I have a police. What's see, up, Red of, Raven? One of my one of the people that one of the um uh, people that have an Xbox pre-order that my store is a police officer, and I asked mm. if he's going to be working that day. So he, I tell I say, bro, I'll make sure you get I said you you can get your system first in line if you're willing to like, you know, chill up here for like the first hour to make sure everything goes good. He said, oh, bro, I understand. He was like, it's going to be crazy. It's probably going to be a thousand people outside and none of those people going to get systems because they think it's, they think it's going to be something that it ain't going to be probably. So um, I just happen to be lucky because I have a police officer that's buying the system he has it pre-ordered so he'll be up there just to make sure there's law and order and these people ain't out here trying to snatch people's systems out of their head like girls to be snatching each other's hairs in fights he may be just really trying to make sure that he gets hit make sure his stuff doesn't get taken he might, like, listen, hey you know listen, he, he might be listen. like all right uh yeah 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 he might be you know hey, hand, hand me hand me my system all right yeah. man Good luck, bro. <laughs> Just right, roll exactly. out on. I'm gonna be like, no, nah, bro. You, you gotta wait. You gotta wait till you gotta wait till eleven o'clock. But no, yeah. Shout out to um, shout out to everybody that's gonna be picking up their systems, man. If you're going into a store, be careful. Make sure um, 
you you do your best due diligence when it goes to that. I would suggest if you're doing any type of trainings or stuff, do that stuff early. Don't do it on the day that you're picking it up because you don't want to be stuck in the line with a whole bunch of other people that's going to be doing it. And that's going to make it longer for you to get home with your next gen console. So if you're trading stuff in, do it the day before or do it like two days before. Don't do it on the day of. And if you're going to do it on the day of, do it later in the day. Don't try to get up there at, you know, 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning and think you're going to walk right out of the store with your system. That ain't going to happen, especially if you're doing trade-ins because you're not going to be the only one doing it. And um, Taz, shout out to you. I know you'll be there first thing in the morning because, you know, Taz is at my store when he came to the pre-orders and stuff. Uh, Fonzarelli, my homie, he's going to be picking his up at a GameStop. So, you know, it's going to be real interesting to see. I can't wait for you guys to get these systems, man, because, you know, just seeing the Taz excitement. actually said the, uh, just to hold on to his stuff, he'll get at you uh, after work. Oh, well, so oh, well see, might he's, have smart. To wait he's smart. See, Taz's smart. He's like, man, I ain't dealing with this foolishness. I'll come up there later in the day. He probably got to work that morning. That's probably why. But, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to you guys all getting. I'm looking forward to the, the tweets and people taking pictures of systems and seatbelts and stuff, you know, cuddling their system as they take it home. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great day on the 10th, bro. I can't wait. You said cuddling your system. I mean, I look, oh, I don't man, man, let's be, let's being be happy, but that's a, ain't that a little much? I mean, Listen, people are going to be out here taking pictures of their system in a seat belt because it's going to be like, yo, I got to make sure you protect it until we get to the house. Oh yeah, It's going to be legit that's out so here, bro. That is so extra. Don't act like you I, ain't I, never I, did I, that before, bro. Don't act like I ain't never did that before. I'm sorry. Never. You I, ain't I, I never like my just... consumer electronics, but I don't like it that much. Come you know on, what I'm saying? Man. I ain't trying to, you know, put it in a, in a, in a, a, face a car seat and everything and give it a bottle and whatnot. You never caressed about the system with your hand like it was the side of you no, man and you're getting you're getting really weird on me right now so oh, well, they, they, they did say that it's sexual tension between us so i'm just breaking it out it, it, no there isn't there is no between us there if there's any sexual tension it's coming from your side and it's un unreciprocated on this side that's that's what's going on so look uh let me let me let me tell you how my week has been my week has been what, what was it sam sam there will be extra stock i don't know what it's going to be it was confirmed that us uh, that stores will have extras um you won't know what that is until the day before the systems come out they can't release any of that information until then so if you're in, if you don't got one pre-order call your store on the day before and you can get a uh, estimate on how many extras they have uh but there will be extras out there for you to attempt to try to get one yeah sounds good man um i have been of course playing games getting ready getting ready and rogue company for ranked mode it was supposed to be this week it got delayed to next week it's fine i don't care I, you know just give me more time to get ready i've been um but you know just playing i actually went back to the division one Went back to the Division One on PC. I, I played it originally on Xbox, so my PC is. I mean, I all, all I really did was just get to end game and didn't hadn't really done much more than that. But I just had that itch and I started playing a lot of uh, a lot of Division Division Survival, um, some Division Underground, but really trying to like play around with different builds. Building up some of the real crazy bills I had on the Xbox that were just disgusting in the dark zone. So just you know, just playing around with that, having a little what fun. What up, Racer? 
What's up, Ray? Sal's going, I think bro? that's the reason that you came in here talking all nice about Destiny because you realize how bad the Division One really was. You was like, man, I can't keep talking about Destiny. No, like this. no, the Division One is still better than Destiny. The best there, part of Division One, the best part of Division One is the best part of Division One is survival. Literally, survival is amazing, and, and that's the best part of the game. Entertainment are idiots for not bringing not- it. To yeah. division two, they're just complete idiots. Did they, they literally see how much their player base jumped when they added survival to the game in that deal in the underground DLC? Yeah, Couldn't no, believe yeah, it. No, no, they have no idea why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neo, thank you. Watch your mouth for a sec. Um, well, he, yeah. he, he well, well, let's be <laughs> for real. We we all know what kind of Neo, which one's better, Destiny or, or Division? Replicant well, says the division campaign is much better than Destiny's, and I agree. One thousand. Yeah, but which game is. is better? Just because, uh, well, because Destiny doesn't have a the campaign. Division one is better. Destiny is better. doesn't have a campaign, so is it? It's disqualified yeah. from the campaign. Oh, no, it does have a campaign. No, but it it's doesn't. So bad. It's so it bad. It's, it's the Dallas Cowboys of campaigns right now. Oh God! It's the, me, it's the New York Jets of campaigns. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> no, um, no, the um. Oh uh, yeah, look, uh, Massive Entertainment and Red Storm, who do who are the main developers on the vision, just have no idea what the p- community wanted and what the player base wanted. And they just it, it shows it shows so badly with the, the second one. I'm I, I'm not trying to you know wax poetical about it. It's it's bad, it's bad. But let's mm-hmm. uh let's go ahead and get into these topics and First one up is, of course, what everyone's been talking about this week, is which Cyberpunk 2077 being delayed once again. Now, uh, we it was kind of a weird situation because it's very rare that a game goes gold. And for those who don't know what going gold means, going gold means that your your game's essentially ready. It's it's just the build you're going to be handing off to the platforms and uh, essentially it. Although in, in modern times now, when a game goes gold, that build isn't what you're going to play anyway because they're still working from that moment on all the way to launch on bugs, glitches, and there's going to be a day one pa- day one patch out there that's definitely going to fix all the issues that they have been addressing all the way up from gold to the day one of the game coming out. Now, very rarely does a game go gold and then turn around and gets delayed again. It's just like, wait a minute, <laughs> what, what is, what's happening here? You said it was done. It was, you said right. it, was re- it was good to go. We good to go, but apparently we not good to go. So Forte, what's yeah. going on here, man? Look, man, the fact that they put out that press release, like, first of all, the press release was funny. When I when I read it, I was sitting there. I was like, wow, they are literally about to explain because people kept saying they was like, yo, how the hell did this game go gold and it get delayed? And I was like, yeah, that's kind of a good question. So when I finally did the video for it, I read through the article and I was like, and, and that's the funny thing. I didn't even read the um the press release before I did the video. I literally was re- the first time I read that press release was in the video that's why my reaction probably was as genuine as it was because as i was reading i was like oh they are literally about the damage control the reason that they delayed this game and try to make all of their player base feel like bro we about to tell you why this got delayed it is a good thing i was like oh lord here we go but um no man 
the fact they say COVID-19, you know, the world that we live in right now has a big thing to do with it. Everybody is dealing with COVID-19. Everybody, did, but yeah, every they, developer every, out there are, is dealing with the same thing. They are. They are. But the biggest thing is they also brought to light what a lot of people were talking about, how they're releasing this game on nine different platforms. I didn't know they were releasing the game on so many. Like they're releasing it on Stadia. Stadia. They're releasing it on Luna. They, they're releasing this thing well, everywhere. Well, that's such a waste of time. I, well, imagine if you are that developer who's crunching. You you don't worked a hundred hours this guy. week. A hundred hours yeah. you worked and. You're working on the stadium build. You've worked more hours that week <laughs> on the game. The actual people on stadia playing that game, like like that's gonna be more hours of your work than people are actually playing the game. It's it's sad. It's just like stadia has like like there's more people in this chat right now than they're on Google Stadia. So wow. it's just like Man, that's that's pretty ridiculous. Like yeah. I'd be pretty upset. I'm, I'm doing all this work for nothing. Ain't nobody gonna play it. It's crazy, <laughs> man. So it's just like so. I, you, so I you it. think so? You think the person that was in charge of development on Stadia basically was he might as well just went on break the whole time that this exactly. Was going uh, on. I would have went to my director. I was like, hey, look, bro, look, 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 We're going on break. We 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 delaying this game again. Hey hey, here's a great idea. We cut some of this fat. First one here is Google Stadia, okay? Because we're going to put more man hours in this than it deserves. This game, no one's going to play it on here. And then the, the next thing we need to cut is these 2013 console SKUs. Because That's the biggest be problem here. right there. Getting such a massive game like Cyberpunk 2077 and getting that on an Xbox VCR and that base PlayStation, bruh, what? Like what? <laughs> I actually want to see what it looks like, just to laugh. Like kind of like how like sometimes you watch bad movies just to just laugh at how bad they are. Well, you know what twenty four frames per second looks like. Just be like, good grief! You know and, what twenty four frames per second looks like. That's what it's gonna look like. You're being kind. Twenty four. I was gonna give it like fifteen. Well, I was like seven twenty p at twenty four <laughs> frames per second. 720p. 720p. It's gonna be below. It's gonna look. It's gonna look like the Switch out here. The Switch is gonna look better. If it was on Switch, it would look better in handheld mode than it's gonna look like on those old gen consoles. Oh be, man. Yeah, yeah. Be, look, if, if you real. if you have a one of those consoles, for, first of all, I, I apologize for for really just like ishing all over your your hardware. Oh man, don't let slow mo slam it, y'all like this, man. Everybody ain't got money yet, bro. I mean, like, hey, look, everyone ain't got money. But like, yo, Xbox has all access. Okay, <laughs> like, they do. They do have a console for you for twenty four ninety nine a month. Upgrade yourself. Treat yourself. Okay, because what you playing on right now is a travesty in, t- in twenty twenty. <laughs> you don't need to do this to yourself, and do not play Cyberpunk on that console. If you want to end your console, go ahead and do that. So the What's whole motherboard can overheat, and and and, and you gonna have to get new hardware. So look, just don't do it. Upgrade your console or just don't play Cyberpunk. But that that's if you have that old piece of crap, I think you need to move on from that. And, but, and there's some new hardware coming out in the, <laughs> the next few weeks that's going to be out before Cyberpunk that you can upgrade to, hopefully, if you can find one. Yeah, but I'm, I'm also at a point now, like I'm like I said in my video, I, I'm glad they delayed it because 
the the biggest thing is this is a big game. People wonder like, well, why are they delay? How can you delay this game as much as they delay it? And I keep telling people, I was like, well, dude, they're their own publisher. They don't answer to anybody. They can do whatever the hell they want to. This wouldn't happen if it was like EA or Activision. This game would have been on the front burner. Like, yo, bro, fix this mug later. We gotta push this game out before Thanksgiving so we can get that money. And and they're leaving some money on the table by delaying this past uh Thanksgiving because people just impulse buy on that day. They'll see a game on a shelf and they'll be like, yo, I heard about this game, and they'll just buy it because it's available. They're gonna miss those sales. Um, due to that, but they're still going to sell a crap ton just because it's cyberpunk and a lot of people are very interested in what this game is going to be. I just, at a certain point, what's this like the fourth delay of the game so far? I do. A lot of people are saying that the game is probably going to get delayed again. And I don't think that's going to be surprise me at all. I mean, like, look, as you said, they're their own, they're their own publisher. So there's no one, there's no like, Corporate overlords to say, yeah. no, fuck that. We need to make our money right now. I think if they did or, do you that, gotta, though, you gotta launch it now. Because if that, if that was the case, it would have launched back in what was it, May? April. When April? Damn, like, I'm, think about that. April 12th. Out in April, and it's still not ready. Um, Bro, there was an Xbox One X that came out. <laughs> people, people got listen, bro. People got digital. People got digital copies of the game that came with their Cyberpunk edition of the system, and and they probably go trade. Listen, they probably go by now, bro. They literally are about you to have trade that. Yet. You have no. yet ninety days. It's, 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 it's over. It's over. No, people are literally about to trade that system in before the new game before the. <laughs> game comes out bro that's the thing that's crazy but no but for real oh but, man but for real ultimately it's going to come down to if they do have to delay it again it's going to be the next the uh, current gen version of delay i think they said that the current they said next gen pc all those are ready if they have to delay it again it's going to be the current gen that's going to get delayed and they'll just release it on all the other platforms um, to you know, save face because I just truly believe I think there was probably a groundbreaking bug that was introduced in the current gen platforms that they were like, "Yo, we are going to be screwed if we release this the way that it is." So we're going to fix this a, and delay the whole a game. game. There's a game breaking bug. It's the console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The console's the game breaking bug. So oh, man, look, look. I I just yeah I. I, I, I kind of agree with you. They should probably just go ahead and just release it on the, the builds that are working. And then yeah. if, if it comes to that, if they can't get it fixed by December, then, you know, that's what you got to do. Now, I do kind of wonder if I, I kind of wonder if this game is going to be severely buggy on Absolutely really, it like, be. All, even the, the builds they think are ready, that they're probably going to be buggy as well. If you think about Witcher 3, was uh when that launched that was that didn't launch in the best state either so i kind of feel like cyber uh, i feel like i feel like cd project red is just they're they're trying to make sure it's playable and that they can get as many of the bugs taken care of as possible but when you have qa testers even let's say let's say you got like 100 qa testers 100 qa testers looking at everything in the game and trying to fix all the bugs and find all the bugs is is a, a drop in the bucket to right. millions of people playing your game at launch. Right. They're going to do things that you didn't think of. 
they're going to go places that you didn't think that someone would go. And then some people are going to fall through the map. Some people are going to walk through a wall. Some people are going to glitch out and their game crash on them. It's just like they they find bugs that you didn't realize were there. And then that's why you get situations like with Ubisoft and Watch Dogs Legion where, you know, Xbox One X's are overheating. And then it's actually not just those. It's actually, I think it's like all platforms are dealing with it, even with yeah, I don't know PC, but I definitely it's like Xboxes and PlayStations are overheating. And it's like, whatever is causing that, they tried to find that kind of stuff and they couldn't. So and they don't have the, enough people to, to so, do that. It's just it's just the way it is. So what's the over or under on um characters in the game missing prosthetics? <laughs> what's the well, over or under? Because I, I because I truly believe with the whole customization of the game and being able to replace parts and stuff like that. Since those things are interchangeable, those are going to be the things that you're going to see. Like, yo, why is this dude walking around with no arm? And he actually had one like two seconds ago. Did I miss something in a cutscene? How many times <laughs> are you going to see people's arms going through walls and stuff, or or people shoot like you? You see enemies shooting through cover. Like, what, bro? How are you killing me? But there's a wall right here. So there's going to be a couple of things that's going to happen. I think the game's going to be phenomenal in the end, but. It's it's kind of hard for me to believe that any game releases without a bug. I think Red Dead was one of the few that came out pretty close to bug free, but as soon as the multiplayer launched, <laughs> all the bugs came out. Then it's like that's where their bugs came in when they hit online for Red Dead Redemption uh, Part Two. Mm-hmm. But yep. um, but I think that game actually launched like pretty bug free when it came to the single player. It was everything else they added on top of it. So. Uh, let's just hope for I just I'm just hoping that the game launches this year because there's a lot of people that are literally buying this game and they're literally taking vacation time based around this game and they already uh, are going to be you know especially if you're on Xbox let's be for real this was one of the games that you were truly looking forward to playing on your brand new system and now it's like one less thing that you have a chance to play at launch now granted the game's still coming out but you know, it, it sucks that it's not coming out like a week after like it was supposed to. Yo, my, here's, a, here's a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Do you think that the delays and the, the crunch arguments and, and, and the bad press they've been getting? And I think I saw something today with the CEO, mm-hmm. uh, like his a quote that he said to the investors was like, hey, look, the crunch ain't that bad. Actually, it's not even bad crunch at all. You know, yada, yada, yada. And that got out and the devs was like, yo, you, you really said that? And he sends, sends them a message like, my bad. Look, I was just capping for the investors. Mm-hmm. I know the crunch is bad. Don't worry about it. Like, all this stuff is going on. Do you think this will have any kind of effect on the reviews or the reception in the game when it comes out? No, because at, Name it a little bit. Are you talking? It's going to have. I mean, it's going to be a little. I mean, but when I'm OK, is if the game was already slated to be a nine point five, is it going to drop it out of the nines? I mean, at that point, it's like now if it's like a nine point one, could it easily come in at like an eight point nine at that point? I mean, it, it's probably going to move a couple of percentage points. But the biggest thing is if the game is bug free, which we don't think it will be. But let's say you can get through the majority parts of the game because, you know, a lot of these publications, let's be for real, aren't going to wait till the entire game is beat 
to review it. They're going to do some places are going to do review and progress. Then some people are going to give you impressions and stuff like that. And there's no way they're going to be able to get through this entire game in the amount of time that it's going to take to um, beat it. There's so, also going to be uh, there's also multiplayer coming who are going to play the game before that day one patch. That hit. day one that, patch. Yeah, because look, if you recall earlier this year, that really hurt Ori. Because Ori was having some frame rate issues that they fixed in the day one patch that everyone will mostly fix. I, I think some people who played the, the actual release dealt with some of it too. But a lot, it was much worse for the people who were reviewing the game. And that really affected their it, review score of the game. So I kind of wonder if. It, what happens I mean, if they don't send out review copies for current gen, though? How that they only send out next gen copies in PC? I mean, that's a possibility because because that because if you if you think about it, you're gonna sell the thing. The funny thing is they're gonna sell the most on current gen. That's where they're gonna sell most of their copies of the game at. But they're probably gonna send out the review copies to publications for the um the next gen even knowing i think all of these get all these systems they're they're backwards compatible so even if you send out a code for ps5 and xbox uh series x it's gonna work on the current gen platform anyway so i think the reviews themselves are going to be centered around next gen and if next gen is good then the game's not going to suffer for any of the um the faults of the current gen now if now most people are going to play it on next gen, that's probably where they're going to spend the most well, of their time no, reviewing that's it. That's true. Most people are going to play it on current gen consoles. No, no, I'm not saying people. I'm saying most people that are reviewing this game are going to play it on next gen. They're not going to play it on current gen. They're going to go back and see what it's like on current gen, like after they get their review, after they finish their review for next gen because that's what no, i'm gonna play it at i agree with that too and here's why so okay. let, let's, say, let's say i'm reviewing a game I'm, I'm reviewing cyberpunk and i know I, I have a copy i have a code for and i think it's probably only going to be one especially considering that you can just get the free upgrade to next right year. so i know that the majority of the people who are going to read my review are going to going to be playing it on say an xbox one x or a playstation 4 pro so i it would behoove me to talk about you know my experience with the game from hardware that the people are going to play it for the most like i could if i just talk about hey look i played it on xbox series x it's amazing I got the, the I got well no ray tracing at launch, but hey, like you know, it, it ran well. The frame rate was stable. It was a good, you know, even though there was some bugs. They'll do a separate there, review. They'll do a separate review. I'm just asking what they'll do. They'll do a separate review. They will do. They'll because put it this way, they will. I'm trying to tell you, nobody's going to play this game fully through through current gen. They're not going to do it. They're going to play it on next gen. And the same person that does the review for next gen, they're going to go back and they're going to play the game and do certain parts of the game. Uh, because guess what? There's probably going to be um, cross save. I believe I think this game has cross save. So you could play it on one platform 
and still take your save back to the current to the current gen and still get all of your stuff over there. They'll probably go back once they finish it over there and try some of the stuff on the current gen and see how the game performs and runs. That's not going to change their input of how the story is. It's not going to change their input of how the game, um, how the structure of the game is. But the performance of the game is going to come under fire when it comes to that. And they'll do a completely different review talking about how the story is just as good if you're playing on next gen but these are some of the issues that current gen platforms have and then you might see a completely different review score for that but they're definitely going to try to get really good scores out of this game when it comes to next gen because that's where most of the clicks are going to come from people people are going to want to know what next gen feels like and looks like and then they're going to go to what current gen after the fact it's going to be like more of an afterthought when it comes to that one in my opinion, it could be could be wrong, but I, I think everybody wants to know about next gen right now. They look people want people want to know what's new. They don't want to know what's old. They already know the VCR and uh, and the refrigerator. Well, it's a new game, but like, but the thing is that not everyone jumps over to next gen immediately. We know that like one, there's not even going to be enough of the hardware available for both. But that's why I think they're going to do two different reviews. If someone wants, uh, you know, I really want to play this on my PlayStation five, but you can't because you can't (laughs) find the PlayStation five. So what you going to do? You going to not play the game. Of course you're going to play. Well, Remember games like battlefield. Remember games like battlefield four had reviews on both systems. They had 360 reviews and they had PS4, um, Xbox one and 360 reviews. And they were completely different reviews. It, I mean, from the from the same look, you, you're going to get reviews from different sources. If you go to Metacritic, right? If you go to Metacritic. Like I was actually looking at the review scores for the Dark Pictures, Little Hope, super super massive games is a new um new uh, horror game that's coming out tomorrow. I was looking at reviews of that. They're pretty mediocre. It's like low seventies, pretty much. Right. But, um. I was looking, and we and yeah, we all know why. Supermassive just they don't put in they they are spread too thin. They're not putting in as much time as they did, and having their full studio working on just one game like they did until dawn. So when you get you know you spread that thin, you get you know a, a mediocre story, unfortunately. But it is right. what it is. anyway. Um, what the reason why I was bringing it up is that like when I looked at the reviews, they're like they were pretty spread out. There was three reviews for Xbox. One X. There was there was uh, there was five reviews for PlayStation when I looked at it, and I think um, like six or eight reviews, somewhere between six or eight reviews on PC. So like it gets spread out that way, but right. not every publication or reviewer is reviewing the same version of the like, game. So like yeah, maybe IGN did PlayStation, but then maybe. Um, of course, PC Gamer is going to do PC, but then maybe GameSpot did PC too. You don't PlayStation Magazine is going to do PlayStation, right? They, exactly. might, they exactly. might do Xbox too, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox One is the seven A. Yeah, so. EGM is going to do nothing. Right, right. But you know, it's it's going to get spread out. But I think the vast majority of the reviews are going to come on current gen consoles because that's where people are going to play them the most the reason why yeah. for might, all the right. reviews you look at the reason why the, the, the majority of reviews you see are on playstation is because where are the majority of people gaming they're both the majority of people are gaming on playstation that's why the majority of the reviews are there so we'll see that shift 
coming soon in next gen as more people adopt next generation. But until then, it's it's going to be current gen stuff, man. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. 29 people here, man. Really appreciate you guys. Um, Racer said, man, he's just happy that we're, he, he said he said thanks for all the great entertainment we give them for free. Slow mo, slow mo. Did you realize that we do this for free? Free, yeah, I do. I know, man. Well, slow mo, slow mo, definitely. like, yeah, we definitely doing this stuff for free. And um, Miss Dies a Lot says, you know, glad that we switched it over to Thursday. You know, shout out to shout out to the Thursday gang. You know, it's um, it's a great thing being on Thursday, right, slow mo? Hey, look, Thursday nights is all right. You know, we 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 I think we have some very stiff competition on Thursdays for you guys' attention, but we really we really appreciate the people that come out. Wait, did you say stiff? Uh, what stiff competition? Who? Hey, look, don't don't do that. that no, just who? 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 We're, we're better. Than, we're better. We're, we're 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 the best thing on Thursday. Let's be for real. Let's. Hey, look, I didn't say we were Let's cap. Let's cap. Let's I mean, we definitely the we definitely the best thing. That's not cap. We definitely the best thing around. But like, there's some good shows. No, 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 no. Thursday. There are, so yeah, not, there are some good shows like, on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, like I'm just saying, you know, you know, the people who came here know know where the best at, but you know, it, it, no, and that's no shade towards. It, 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 at least you ain't got to deal with a presidential debate this week. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least, at least your decision was made a lot easier. Well, it actually, was made a lot easier last week. So I, I apologize if you had to listen to two grown men whine at each other for three hours last week. Right, right. At least they cut the mics. Let's get to. I mean, let's let's close out this topic. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's you know it's unfortunate it got delayed again. Of course, we're both going to play it. I'm playing it on PC. You playing it on PC too, right? Sure am. Because the day one patch, the the day the the next gen patch ain't till next year. Right. I'm I'll be playing with race racing. I don't know about the rest of you guys. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Um, good. I I want to play it on Xbox, but it's like why when. The whole benefit of playing on Xbox is because of the date, the patch that we're not getting. Oh, hot take yeah. though. Do you think it's going to come out on the tenth, or do you think it's going to get delayed? I, I'm about sixty percent. No, 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 no. That's 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 that's, that's cutting both ways, sir. What do you that's think? Not cutting cutting both ways. I, is I, it, I, I'm so telling you, ain't no no, no percentage. Just say it yes. Will it's come getting out December tenth. Forty percent of my thought is it's going to get delayed to like February. So you think so? So, but you're basically saying it's coming out of December tenth. Yeah, for the, I think I'm leaning more towards no, that. No, 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 no. See, see, this is what I'm talking about. We haven't you, talked about we haven't talked about AMD yet. We're getting to that. You, Go you ahead, keep man. going both ways. That's I'm what I'm not saying. Going both ways. You, I'm telling you. you yes or my no, opinion. no? I gave you my opinion. I you, said you don't want to accept my opinion. Doesn't mean uh, it's not my opinion. I mean that like I don't understand what, what I asked for so a hot take slow-mo. Is it I didn't ask you, do you think it's good? I didn't ask you a percentage. I said, you, do you I, I said, is it gonna get delayed slow-mo? Or is it not gonna get delayed? Think, you asked me, do I think oh it's gonna get delayed? And then turn around and say, I ain't asked for your opinion. Who but, wants I a mean, who wants a slow-mo for Christmas? Who wants a slow mo? I Christmas? mean, you, you flip flopping and all over the place, man. I that's what that's what I'm getting you for Christmas. All right, you know all right clearly, well, what you wear all day long. 
Mo- moving on. Up. Cybernox, um, shout out to you, brother. He said, let's get slow-mo to 1K for Buck Snacks. Let's hey, go. Hey, 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 look, look, you know, I, I appreciate the support, but y'all ain't got to do that. All right. I mean, we <laughs> we got to do oh, that. So what, what, what are you saying? That you'd rather not have 1K? You don't want 1K slow-mo? Hey, look, I, I, okay, for those who don't under who don't know what I'm talking about, what we're talking about on Twitter yesterday, it came, the news came out that bug snacks is going to be free in PS plus. Why? Because I guess Sony realized that nobody buying that trash. Anyway, <laughs> um, they realized this. And then everyone who keeps trying to get me to play bug snacks just because they want to torture me goes, starts, you know, sending me messages. Hey, slow-mo. Hey, Buck Snacks is free now. Now you don't even have to spend any money on it. Ha ha ha. Did you actually get those DMs? I, no, those weren't even DMs. They were just straight up. Oh, they were just straight messages. <laughs> just straight messages, like literally half the day. And so I said, you know what? Y'all really want me to play this Buck Snacks. If you really want it that bad, get me to a thousand subs. And I'll play Bucksnacks. That when it hits one thousand live stream, Bucksnacks same day. I'll do it. But how long is this live stream going to be? It can't be thirty minutes. We got to put a time limit on this, man. Because you, because you already no, get, no, you no, already, no, you, 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 look, look, you finessed us with the grounded you, one. I'm not going to give you a no. The grounded was a great stream because oh, I was it. No, it was a great stream, a, but it was supposed to be. A, a you were supposed to stream. You were supposed to suffer streamer. more. I am a quality streamer, and I made that game fun. Is it fun? It was. It was a fun stream. It was. Was it a fun stream? Absolutely. So, oh, Cybernox, that's a great one right there. Slow mo. If you if we get you to a thousand, you got to go for the platinum. You got to go for the platinum, slow mo. No, no. Go for the platinum, slow mo. That's a great one right there. You get a look. Y'all can't add stipulations to this. It it is what it is. I will stream it. A platinum. Oh yeah, that's 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 gold. My eyes out before I play this game long enough to get a platinum. Golden, bro. All right, what would it take? Twelve hundred. Nothing. 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 All right, all right. Slow mo. This is what we'll do. A thousand for you to stream it the first time. Fifteen hundred. You have to go back and get the platinum. Fifteen hundred. So you got to stream it at a thousand. Two K. Oh, so two K. You will go back and play this game again and get the platinum. Never mind. No, not two. Change my mind. Yo, everybody, screen. Everybody, everybody, take this down. Slow mo. Slow mo is going to when we get slow mo to a thousand. He I'm is not, going to stream this game at a thousand. When he gets two K, whenever he hits two K, guys, he we are going to no. literally no. on him. He's no. got to go for the platinum. I'm telling you that. Look, that's not going to look. I'm not agreeing to that. That was you just thought. said it. You said that it. was a thought. It was an errant it. thought. It no. was the wrong thought. It was it was a bad thought. Why I'm you not, afraid that I'm not platinuming? I am not platinuming Buck Snacks. Okay. No. Look, I have one platinum on my PlayStation account. One is Spider Man 2018. Damn good game. Love it. 
That I'm proud of that platinum. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy, but I'm proud of that platinum. Nobody wants I, to that platinum is not going to be buck snacks. I refuse. Okay. Well, it might take you a while to get the two K, so you know you could probably beat a couple of games before then, and it won't be your only platinum. No, I'm just not. I'm just not doing, but a platinum for buck snacks. Like, like no. Yo, everybody is literally saying that that's what they heard you say. Racers say slow mo fights bucks that slow mo you will get views. He said you'll get mad views off of you will. I think people will come out to support you. And then replicant says clearly I heard slow mo say two K sub Look, and I will I may, I may get views off of it, but like aren't y'all concerned about my mental health? Aren't y'all concerned about me? No, I don't want to you. play that game. I already agreed to hey, hey give me the one K. I'll do a live stream of Buck Snacks. I will suffer through it. I'll give you a good hour, hour and a half of you guys laughing at my deep size of playing this absolutely ridiculous game. But platinuming it, first off, I don't even know what it requires to get the platinum. I don't even know where it is. It's probably going to be something like eat. One million strawberries or something stupid like that. Like I'm just like, no, I'm just not, I'm not doing it. I refuse to do that. Look, we are so far off topic. As wait, wait, okay, all right, all right. If we're not gonna, okay, I'll give you an out then. This is there's, there's the, like there is no need for an out because I'm not doing that. No, well, you already you already basically said you'll do it for two k. So I not, I, it, it's, it's 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 recorded. You said two K. What I said was what I said was you misspoke. It was it was a it you was misspoke. a um a thought that I said out loud, but it wasn't <laughs> me saying I'm I will absolutely. All right, we'll 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 talk about we'll talk about this in the second right half of the show. Look, we'll bring we'll bring it up again. Look, right. I'm not even at one K. All right, so look, y'all need to go ahead. And 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 get that going. Like if you haven't sub yet, go ahead and sub. You want to see me, you know, cry on stream playing playing Bug Snacks, but platinuming it. I mean, look, I I got two K. You know, I I got I got my pride here. Okay, I, I don't want right to I don't want to have to do that. Like that that's going to be really difficult to have to keep screaming myself playing that. Like hey, look, look, look see, this is what I'm talking about. I would do a campaign at the end of every one no, 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 of my no. videos going forward. I'm gonna do literally. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Out you do you remember how Saw's outro Dude, for the Iron Lords is? I'm gonna literally make an outro for you. To do stop it. talking. Stop talking. Look at the chat. I'm looking at the chat. God, I hope the plat. Takes a hundred hours. This is what I'm talking about. Y'all just want to see me be tortured. That's all this is. That's all you want to see is, is just like, hey, look, I hope it takes a hundred hours. Um, Yo, Dark said he'll give. He said he'll give you twenty bucks to play dog man. And you got to think, think about this, Somo. <laughs> if you when you hit two K. You gonna be like think of kids move, man. You gonna have people out there rooting on super chats gonna be turned on. You gonna make so much. <laughs> you gonna get people gonna be like, yeah, slow mo push through. <laughs> nah, nah, Look, nah. even racer says stop fronting. You know you want to do it. No, I don't. 
Eagle fan said he just subbed. And he didn't say that. He said you have no pride because you game on PC, which is just because oh, Racer is a hater of, of, of PCs. But smiles is like Buck Snacks or Bus. Hey, smile. I thought he was on 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 my side. You know, like what, what what's going on? I'm, no, he's on the side of entertainment. That's what he's on. Side of entertainment. And you know what? That that's that's we gonna move on. We gonna move on. Let, yeah, we'll, we'll come back. We'll that, come back to this. Cyberpunk is is delayed again. Too bad. We'll we eventually end up playing it at some point. Eventually, maybe in December, maybe sometime in 2021. But we'll. We will will find out soon because <laughs> clearly you can't trust what CD Projekt Red says about their game. They could tell you, hey, absolutely coming out December 10th and then five minutes later. We delayed it again. Sorry. <laughs> Things change. So um, moving on, though, uh, have you – well, I know you've heard about that. I know you've heard about one of these directors, but have you heard that not only it, did the Halo Infinite creative direct, lead director resign – but so did the Everwild creative director. I didn't know about the Everwild until you sent it to me, but that makes sense because he didn't even know what the game was. So he's he's leaving a covered bear still. <laughs> now, see now look now say I had some conversations. Shout out to I Dizzy who thinks that this this was this was a nothing burger. And I'm thinking like I don't know because like as you said. We don't even know what the game is. They don't even know what the game is, and that usually, when when you have that kind of like uncertainty, and then you're 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 sitting in meetings, you're trying to figure out a direction for the game, and maybe different people have a different opinion of what they want it to be. Right. I mean, clearly, I see that game. Well, the, those two trailers that they showed, I have an idea of what I think the game is, but who knows if that's the truth or not? Because they don't even know what the game is, and you could think it's something completely different. And and I think it's all based upon like what we would like the game to be. You know, it, it's all based on what we would like the game to be. But then everyone's going to have a different feel about that or a different opinion on that. And so I, it just could really harken back to a lot of situations that we've read about or heard about from behind the scenes and game behind the scenes and game development where there's a lot of issues going on and, and then, you know, they just go in a different direction. Now on the bright side, you know, cup half full here. Maybe that's a good thing at this point in time, because it's, it's bad on the halo infinite side because that game was supposed to be coming out, right? That game was supposed to be coming out in a few weeks. That game supposed to be coming out literally in 11 days. Yeah, it was supposed to be coming out. It got delayed. It's got zero date now. It's just got a year. Yeah. And your creative director leaves. This is not even the first one. This is the technically this, the third one, but the second one leaving now. It's just like, whoa, what's happening here? Who's in charge? What's happening over at 343 Industries? But with Rare, this game is early enough in development that if you lose your creative director... You don't even know what the game is. Does it, does it matter that you lost the guy? Get someone else in here, and maybe they got an actual idea of what y'all going to make. Because right. it's, that wishy-washy, I, we don't know what it is. We're just kind of going to hug some trees and figure it out. You know, Maybe I'll eat some bark and pet a raccoon, and then you know it'll come to me. No, no, bump all that. Get someone in there, but like, hey, look, this, this is what we're making. We're making an action RPG. 
we're, we're you know we got these fluorescent deer with the huge antlers we're going to make them you know like our steeds or whatever we're going to ride them into battle like figure it out you know get right. a direction and stick to it and that's something that you know when you go back to like bioware and anthem part of the reason why anthem was being like coming in hot as it came out and really only had like 18 months of actual real development is they spent four years just arguing over what the game was going to be and constantly changing it over and over and over again and it was mostly due to as reports from Jason Schreier have said the lead director not being having the backbone to just be like put his foot down this is what we're doing you shut up we're not doing that stupid nonsense we're doing this go out and make the game like you need someone with the balls to say that. Right. And if you don't like I'm looking at rare and it's like, how you show us two trailers? Two mm. trailers. And you don't know what the game is. Don't even show me a single trailer if you don't know what your game is. I don't want to see it at all until you actually know what you're making for me. You know, so it's just that to me, I, I think one situation is really, really bad. I think the other situation might actually turn out to be good. Like this might actually turn out where Everwild might actually turn out to be a really, really great game, you know, because they might get someone in there that can actually turn it into that and it's early enough in development where it could be molded whereas halo infinite i'm sorry but like any hype i have for halo infinite fini mm-hmm. gone it's it's out i just i can't i can't do it no more i mean i'm trying hey, uh joseph staten's there dude has written the vast majority of halo stories he's really good at that but I mean, like, look, the game has been development for how many years now? Five? Five that we know of. Probably longer because they did. What was it? 2015 is when they announced. When did they announce the slip space um, engine? Was that seven? Uh, that was actually two years ago. They didn't announce the slip space engine until 2018. 2018? So they yeah, that, that completely fake trailer that <laughs> we found out behind the scenes that even the 3 4 Three four three Des was like, yo, yo we, we 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 doing this? Is that uh, that was an anthem engine, move right there? That was our engine right move. now ain't looking like that because they outsourced that. You know they outsourced that that first trailer to that was running on Slip Space Engine, but you know definitely not running on like anything that they were working on at that time. They outsourced that to a different company, so that company is the one that made that trailer. And like three four three was like. Yo, so we gotta make that because <laughs> uh, uh, where we at right now ain't quite there yet. But okay, so, yeah, man. So, Shout out to Replicant. Um, you got you have a great night, man. We know you're on the other side of the pond, man. So you you have a good night. Catch it on the replay. We'll see you um next week, brother. Oh yeah, man. Yo, take care, man. Glad to always have you in. Um, and yeah, but we'll check you out later, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just. <sighs> You know, as I said, like really concerned about Halo Infinite, not at all really concerned about Everwild. The more I thought about it, the more I, I, all I could think of was the positives that they probably w- will have a good direction now. Or maybe the lead director didn't like, you know, the way things were going and where he was being told to to develop. Well- Maybe every idea he had about the game that he wanted to make, everybody was shutting it down. He's like, well, if you don't want to make the game I want to make, I'm out of here. That's probably what he did. Okay. Oh, hey, hey, 
question in the chat. Let's let I think we could do a quick side note for this. Uh Racer wants to yeah, know about the what's our games of the generation now that it's ending. And PS don't say Destiny Forte. So um, Forte, go ahead and go first, man. <laughs> uh so he knows I'm gonna put Destiny as one of those. <laughs> Destiny's cool. gonna be one of listen, man. Your mother even said Destiny was one of the best games of this generation. So let's be for real. Uh my know. mother doesn't even play video games. Your so mother, your oh, mother. Is the ashen one? You are the demon spawn from inside of her, sir. So let's be for real. You you take all of your manner your uh, mannerisms from her. So um, let's let's be for real about that. But um, but when it comes to games of the generation for me, I I even posted it on her her timeline because she asked it on Twitter. I want to say four or five days ago. Um, God of War is the number one game of this generation for me. It's the only game I put Destiny down for. It's the one true game of this generation that I felt like completely surprised me in multiple ways because I was not feeling the way that they changed God of War because I'm a true God of War fan from the beginning. And I thought they were they did something masterful to bring that game, to bring the hype back to that game that it lost over the course of games like um, Ascended and stuff like that. So that was my game of the generation. Destiny has to be up there because I I put over six thousand hours. It, okay, it has to be. It has one to game. Be. One game. You don't get to add multiple games. Well, no, he said games. He didn't say one game. He said games. Read that thing again. It says, "What are your guys's games of the gen?" Isn't that what he said? Games. Let me go back. He says, said. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, because it's two of us. So, no, what are you? No, he said your guys is uh, game. Okay, fine, you can have multiple games. No, no, that's okay. You know, no, 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 no. Just to keep the conversation going, we already know it. We uh, God of War was the game of the generation for me. What about you, Slow Mo? All right, this is this is Bug Snacks. <laughs> okay, it is yeah. not even out yet. Oh, this Grounded. is what's cool for me is that. Although I've enjoyed games this generation, I have enjoyed games from previous generations more. So it's like I almost kind of don't feel like the games this generation were all that great. Like they were good games, really, really good games that I enjoyed, but I didn't I didn't have it like it didn't have that feeling for me what where it really resonated and it was like I can see myself playing this game again a decade from now. You know, like a classic. Now, I'm not saying they haven't been classic games that people have enjoyed. Of course they have. Like, people are, you know, wax poetic about Witcher 3. People love Red Dead 2, you know, the story, at least for the, mo- for the most part. You talked about God of War. There's a lot of people that love that. For me, it's just been, I've enjoyed games, but... Games. Of course, there has to be a game of the generation because somebody's got to be at, on top. I just, I really can't think of anything that I feel like really deserves it. I have to think on it. Uh, give me a little bit of time. I'll, I'll figure it out. But as of now, I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, I, I've liked games, but love them, no. And and I, and, and maybe this is because I've, I've played. I beat. I play so many games so often. Like I beat. 31 games this year and in beating 31 games this year 
this year. Yeah. Holy crap. And, and I be, that's more than I beat last year. I beat about 28 or 29 last year. And the year before that, I think it was 26. And look, I play a lot of games. And very, I feel like very few times after I play a game, I'm like, I really got to like stop and think about the experience and be like, wow, that was really, really awesome. I'm really just like, yeah, all right, that was cool. Uninstall, move on to on to the next one. So, so yeah, yeah, I I kind of feel I understand what you're saying, and I also kind of feel what Lucas said in the chat, where she said you played way too many games <laughs> to yeah. really quantify what was good to you. Like, I think that's one of the I think that's one of the good things about playing not playing a bunch of games but only really playing the ones that actually really truly interest you mm. because you kind of can pick out the ones that stand out for like hellblaze stuck out to st- still stands out to me because it was one of the best experiences i've had in a game now do i consider mm. that one of the best games of generation no um but i think it still stands out because i didn't play a lot of them but it stands out against the ones i did uh, I still think Battlefield, as much as people, Battlefield 4 was one of the poorly managed games at the beginning of this generation. I still think that was one of the best games that came out this generation because they, it was so fun to play that game in a buggy mess. It was a buggy mess. And I still played that game hundreds and hundreds of hours when it barely worked sometimes. And I think that DICE did a really good job building that game back up over the course of the generation. And the only reason I don't play it now is because at this point, the game is just, it doesn't look good enough to want me to to go back and play it. If they had some type of patch, I would still play that game to this day. And it's just like, just like Witcher people give Witcher kind of uh the shaft when it comes to the gameplay they talk about like how it's cumbersome and stuff like that but the story is amazing but that cumbersome in the gameplay people remember it but they remember so much more like last generation bioshock infinite was one of my favorite games of last generation and it wasn't because it was better than bioshock one i mean definitely wasn't better it, it definitely wasn't better than part one but it was like the story stood out to me to the point where I had to have major conversations with people when I beat that game. I couldn't wait for friends to finally finish it so I could talk about what the heck we just saw. And let's not talk about it. And, 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 and Mass Effect, look, Mass Effect was a whole nother level. We Everything from the indoctrination theory to that was the previous generation, though. No, I'm just saying, but that's how I look at those type of games. Like each generation, I could pick out the game. Even in last generation, I played a bunch of games, but that's what I'm saying. You pick out certain ones that just stand out to you. And it's hard for me to believe, like you just talked about Spider-Man. Spider-Man must have stuck out to you enough for you to want to go out and get a platinum trophy in the game. It had that. Well, yeah, I I really enjoy Spider Man, and then like I was really even though the the DLC wasn't that great, it was still quality enough that you know. Yeah. I, I think for Spider Man, it was it was a really good story, but the the gameplay really just you know really resonated with me. And so yeah. Spider Man's up there, but 
I, I, you know what? I guess like when the, the term "quote unquote" game games of the generation, I just kind of feel like there's a certain level of quality. And I'm saying Spider Man's not quality; it's a very, very high quality, great game. But it's just like I, I, I feel like when I, I compare it to games of previous generations, my that's why games you compare it to this generation are like I, I feel are higher, have well, a higher. Guard, well, you know? that's why you consider it game of the generation and not the best game of all time. Like I, understand I, I, I will tell all that already. Look, okay, look. Yeah, uh, like, well, you, I tell you right now, great. Like Mass Effect is my to... Mass Effect is the game of the Mass Effect is my favorite game of all time. There is no game that will ever. Well, I won't say ever. As of right now, there's no game that's been better than Mass Effect Two. Nothing. I don't care what I played so far. It's that game is the pinnacle for time. me. It's my number two game of all time. My That's number my one number game. one game of all time. There's nothing close to that game because it is pure perfection when I played through that game and I loved every freaking minute of the DLC was some of the best DLC that Bioware has ever freaking made in a life. I couldn't believe the DLC that came out for that game. And I don't think anything could come close to it. Now, sooner or later, there will be something that eclipses that. But as of right now... Nothing that came out this generation. I'm with you on that. Nothing in this yeah. generation has even came close to that. Yeah, but- and I, I feel like I, I just I've been kind of spoiled by that. I, I I'm comparing. It's unfair. I'm comparing. Yeah, games. you're comparing. Yeah, I'm comparing games of just this generation and previous generations. And and to me, in my personal opinion, they do not match up. Mass Effect Two is one. I don't think it's a single game that came out this generation that matches or co- even compares to Mass Effect Two. There may be other people who feel differently. Um, I feel like well, oh, my yeah, like, favorite like, game like, of like, all time is Chrono Trigger, and there's nothing that compares. Yeah, to Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, Chrono Trigger. Because, uh, another deal. one that's hot for me is Knights of the Old Republic, which is yeah, again, that's two generations back, <laughs> but. If you if you actually put a gun in my head, said pick a game, slow mo, like just hurry up. All right, cool. Dragon Age Inquisition. There, that's a game that I I really really enjoyed, and if, and if I think about how how invested I was in the story, the characters, the DLC, how it ended, how I feel, how I wanted a sequel, and how I feel about the the incoming sequel. Then yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition is probably it, and up there, close to it, will also be Spider Man 2018 because of you know how much I played it. Another one up there will probably be Fire Emblem Three Houses, based off of how many times I played it, how invested I was in the story and the characters, uh, and you know that those three would be it. I, I wouldn't really put anything else up there, and that's no shade towards any other games. I know Luca asked me about. Um, did I play Witcher 3? I did play Witcher 3 multiple times, attempted to get, play through Witcher 3, and it's just, I get why people like it so much and love it so much. It's just, it was good. It was like, I, I'm not knocking it. Quality game. Just for me, I was bored. I got bored, you know, not, and it, it just like, I would play it for like 45 minutes to an hour, and then I just, all I thought about was playing something else, and so, you know, it just wasn't up there for me, but um, I get why people love it so much because the, the stories are such the side stories. Like you can get, just get so in, so engrossed in some of those side missions that that those side quests that turned into something that was so big. Like like the way CD Projekt Red wrote those side quests, they're better written 
and more in depth than many of the main storylines for some of these other RPGs. But it is what it is. Now, um, back to <laughs> back to Halo Infinite. I don't think we ever got your your thought on. We on, didn't. Yeah, the delay the, the the leaving of directors for both Halo Infinite and Everwild. What do you think about that, man? <laughs> Uh, Everwild don't care because I don't even know what the game is. It, it probably isn't going to affect what's happening with the development of that game anyways, because we just like not even two months ago, we still didn't know what this when those articles came out. Like, you're still trying to figure out what this game is. So I don't think that really impacts what they got going on. Um, I mean, sure. The game is probably going to get pushed back a little bit longer just because they do have to come up with a coherent story that everybody can pretty much be in line with. But that game is that game right now. We don't have any expectations for what that game is. So I think that's pretty much about nothing. Halo on the other hand. Oh man, <laughs> this game just can't, can't catch any breaks. Um, but this was something that was going to happen. It had to happen. Um, not saying it had to be Chris that it happened to, but somebody had to fall on the sword somewhere. And um, the thing is, he's still at X. He's still at Microsoft. He didn't lose his job. He just isn't at three four three anymore. He still picks up a Microsoft paycheck. So don't feel bad for him. Um, I just think that this opened up a glaring issue when it comes to the top end, where a lot of people weren't paying attention to what was going on at three four three. And um, you talked about this very eloquently yesterday, Slomo, where you talked about uh, Phil Spencer, this being on his radar. You know, now that, you know, Phil Spencer is kind of removed. Go ahead. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, You know, while Phil Spencer was, you know, using the hands off approach, him and Matt Booty, um, a lot of stuff kind of went, you know, underneath the uh, curtain and people didn't know what was going on. You but now you know your number one IP that you had launching with a new system gets delayed, and you know Phil Spencer wants to know why. And by uncovering all of the different mismanaging that's happening there, it was only a matter of time to something like this happen. Um, you know, Bonnie Ross isn't immune to this, but she kind of is to an extent because she doesn't just run 343, she's also a vice, she's also on the board, you know, so she has other obligations too. But she was one of the people that put Chris Lee in that position to be able to succeed, to do the things that he needed to do. So a lot of this blame falls on her too. But ultimately, it's really just going to come down to Halo's not coming out next year. I, I keep telling people, y'all think this game's coming out in 2021, um, is not in the fact that Phil Spencer even himself has come out and said that they're exploring maybe releasing this game in parts, which is the wrong definitely thing to do. It kind of just makes me feel like overall, like, you know, Destiny, I mean, Destiny, Bungie, Bungie, Jesus Christ. I, maybe that's what I want. Maybe I, maybe secretly I want Bungie to come back and work on this game, and I know that's not going to happen, and it doesn't need to happen because... 343 has the talent to make this a great game. They just don't have the leadership in place to, you know, fester a good enough um, community inside of their four walls to rally everybody together to want to make a great game. You know, when you got, you know, um, 
where you have different contractors coming in and out of the door and no one knows what what is going on with the game at different instances at different times. That's kind of a, a turnoff. Um, people just want to work on the game because it says Halo and they want to say that they have Halo on their resume when they go work at the next big thing. So it's not even really about the pride of working at the studio anymore. It's about the IP. And right now the IP is suffering because of people not doing or due diligence to make sure that 343 shouldn't be the priority. The game that you are making, the the billion dollar, five billion dollar franchise you're building should be the priority. And right now it just seems like a lot of that is being like left up in the air for people that shouldn't even really matter in the end. And I think Phil Spencer recognizes that. And that's why you're going to see even more changes over the course of however long it's going to take before this game finally does release. 343 is going to look a lot different when it comes to um when it comes to um when this game finally releases. And somebody in the chat um was just talking about like how I blame Phil Spencer, Victor Allistein, and I do. Phil Spencer is not, you know, he is not absolved from this. You know, he is part of the reason that this happened because he was head of Xbox before Matt Booty was. And yes, head of Xbox does mean he has a lot of different responsibilities. He has to deal with a bunch of different teams. But let's be for real. Before 2017, they only had five or six studios that he really had to really manage. And a lot of this stuff went on, you know, went, you know, uncovered. And now he's taking a more vested look into it because, you know, he finally found a way to get, you know, Microsoft in general involved in gaming in a way they've never been involved in gaming before. And he's doing everything he can do now to fix a problem that was like inherited by him by, you know, the previous regime that was involved. But a lot of this stuff happened under his watch. So just like it's just like we blame you know, Bonnie Ross for running 343 and allowing this to happen under her watch. Phil Spencer let this happen under his watch too. This game should have never been shown at that um, at that August event or July, whatever event it was, July or August. It should have never been shown at that event without him being able to see it. And he shouldn't have been surprised for what he saw. And um, that's why I say he's a little at fault for it, but the biggest thing is he's the head of Xbox and he's been making a lot of moves to try to make it better. So people are willing to forgive him more because he has made positive changes inside of Xbox. And I agree with that, but you know, he's still at fault for some of the stuff that happened. I'm going to say, and I, I understand where Victor's coming from. And I think it's mostly due to the fact that this is on bon, bonnie isn't new to this industry bonnie's been doing this for a very very long time and she's she's been around the block and her being like the i don't know the deputy of whatever mad booty's position is her being not just the studio head of 343 but being a little bit more than that it means like that's way more pressure and that's also makes puts her in a much worse light when you are in at a slightly higher position than the rest of this the other 23 studio heads at xbox game studios and but you also have the 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 one studio that's not delivering anywhere near where people would 
expect their flagship franchise to deliver so much to the point where they've had to pull people from other studios. Like I would be, if I was her, I'd be embarrassed and and apologizing to the other studio heads who were relying on those people to make their games. But instead they're helping you make your game because you dropped Mm -hmm. the ball. And like, like that's like, and maybe that's just that I have that kind of pride in my work where I would feel some kind of way about that. And I think she should feel some kind of way about that. And the way you make sure that never happens again is that you make changes to make sure that the mistakes that made in the past don't repeat themselves. But this mm-hmm. is typical for three four three, where there have been all kinds of systemic issues within the culture of that studio that just keep rearing an ugly head every time they get through development. And it's like, it's the people who have left and spoken openly about the things that have been going on saying like, this isn't new. Nothing. None of this stuff is new. None of this stuff started with Halo Infinite. It's always right. been that way. And so with that said, it's like you, I think they got to make a decision now I would charge this to Matt Booty and not just Phil because Matt Booty being the guy who now runs first party, this is his responsibility. Phil got more stuff to deal with. Phil's got to deal with xCloud. He's got to deal with all the the services and crap. He's the head of, of gaming for Microsoft. Well, you got well, it. It's his responsibility, I- but then also it's a bigger responsibility for Bonnie Ross and Matt Booty. So in this case, and, and I've and I've watched all the booties, <laughs> all the booties. I've watched all of Matt <laughs> Booty's interviews, and mm-hmm. what I always hear from him, and I, I understand it, and and it's probably best for them to do it this way at this time, especially considering they have so many studios to deal with. But they're very very handoff. The whole limited integration strategy. And he's always like promoting what the studios want to do. We don't want to upset your culture. We want to, you know, whatever you guys want to do, we want you to make sure you still are double fine. You still are in exile. You're still compulsion games, whoever. But at the same time, there's a, there should be a level of quality. Right. That you are pushing. And so that level of quality, like Matt's got to be on all the other producers that he assigns to these studios to make sure that, you know, they're, they're getting what they need. They need, he, you have to be like, hey, uh, we like the direction you're taking with this game, but I don't think people are going to play it in this state or we think you might need more time here or what's the purpose of this game? Like take see if these, for example, see if these today is a, a IP that has a strong player base that if you decided to just jump in and now there's all kinds of stuff for you to do. Right. But see if these, that's a very, very different game than was that launch. You know, like it didn't need to take the game coming out for the gaming community to say, there's nothing to do here. You got three fetch quests, catch chickens, catch, catch, kill, you know, weird looking skeletons and, and fire cracking. Like there's gotta be more here than this. And that should have been said before the game launched. And, and to your point though, yeah, Someone should have looked at Halo Infinite 
before they showed it and said, you know, we've been really touting this game as next gen. Uh-huh. We've been really pushing this game as going to be why you need to get an Xbox Series X and and why and you can't get this experience on our competition. Right. But this game is not looking visually like that. Where are you at with ray tracing? Oh yeah. That ain't gonna be ready by launch. Oh yeah. Well, where are you with the multiplayer? Eh, I mean, we we kind of getting there. Yeah. But it's, it it launches in three months. What you know what? Well, and, and, and it's the thing, and trailer. I'm not <laughs> it's like, yeah. let's make another trailer. Yeah. And let's delay this to 2021. And if you did that people would not have the feeling that they have about Halo Infinite right now because we saw the gameplay. Yeah. Right? And we saw that it it played like Halo, but it didn't look the way you expect a Halo (laughs) game to look. A Halo game always seems to push visually the envelope, you know, whenever it comes out. I I can't think of a Halo game that I thought was ugly when, (laughs) when it was shown. First Halo Combat Evolved, I mean, that was next gen for for that time. Halo 2 looked great for that time. Halo 3 yeah. looked great. Reach, great. O- ODST, eh, you know, <laughs> but even with, even with Halo 4, Halo Guardians, those games looked great. This visually didn't look great. And so when you see that, like, it should have been a, a pause and, and let's have sit down and discuss what's going on here before that Xbox game showcase. So, yeah, I, yeah I, there's, there's enough blame to go around, but mostly it falls on Miss Bonnie Ross. No, I, I, I agree. I, I never said Bonnie Ross shouldn't take the most of it. And the biggest thing is for me, I listened like, I listened to the interview Phil Spencer just had on drop frames. Uh, I believe it was yesterday and uh, it was a really good, it was a really, really good interview. And he talked about the relationship and how involved he is. And he actually brought, they actually talked to him about the whole halo situation. And um, he owned a, he said, yo, we all at fault for this. He was like, you know, you know, I let Matt, you know, really just talk about the, you know, really run first party. You know, he runs all of that stuff and I don't interfere Um, when he was talking about how acquisitions and stuff and like things that he sees um, like further out. Phil even said he said, I don't see games until they're like two or three, like a year or like two, two and a half years out where he's talking to people on things that are like six, five to six years out. So, you know. So Phil definitely distanced himself a lot from what he used to be when he was head of studios, when it was mm-hmm. in that position. So I agree with that. But the mark of a leader, and this is why this is why I love this is why I love Phil Spencer. He will be the first one to tell you that even knowing this does fall predominantly on Bonnie Ross's head, he will tell you that. He, a lack of leadership starting with him is the reason this happened because all of this stuff could have been avoided if certain steps were taken. If Bonnie, like granted, if Bonnie Ross would have did her job the way it needed to be done, everything you just said, Sloma would be a hundred percent factual. And it is true. And we wouldn't be in this situation. A lot of this stuff could have been snuffed out early, but what happens is, when one person doesn't do their job and there's no checks and balances for the people above them, 
you know, like you said, Matt Booty is letting three four three run three four three. Then this is where the disconnect happens at. So yeah. yes, she she becomes the major focus of the fault, but it also calls out leadership issues everywhere. We didn't just say there was leadership issues at three four three. That people literally say this is a Microsoft thing too. Like because how does this even get shown on a stage? Yeah. And so so yeah. that's where that's where everybody becomes a part of it. It doesn't it still doesn't dissolve her being the major part because she runs the freaking studio. But that's why I love Phil Spencer the most, because he he's not going to just bury one person under a bridge about this. He's going to he's going to sit up there and say this was a failure on all parts. And he will be the first one to tell you that he is just as much as blame as everyone else, even knowing Bonnie Ross is more to blame for all of this. And that's ultimately why Xbox, I feel, is going to be the best this generation they need to be because they're going to have accountability. I think Halo is probably the best thing and the worst thing that happened to them at the beginning of a generation because it's kind of showing them that the way they've been operating over the last generation, this, sub, this is something that needs to change. And I think that's what's going to happen with the moves you're going to start seeing with 343 going forward. All right, let me let me address something I, I got uh, highlighted yeah, go from from Victor Allison. He said, "My point is, as vice president of Xbox Game Studios, Bonnie was close in rank to Matt Booty. It would be hard to check up on Bonnie, seeing as she basically does the same job as him." And I, I, I would say I understand that that point, Victor. Although I think a different kind of manager than Matt Booty would not feel that way at all. I think a different kind of manager um, would want to say. Essentially, no, you definitely, I definitely can't have you being my second in command here looking shaky. You need to, like, I need to be on you more than anyone else. And I think, I think something, I'll I'll liken this to parenting. Um, When it comes to managing these studios, like, when it comes to your kids, like, not all of your kids are going to respond the same way to, discipline accountability uh uh, checking up on them watching them there's certain kids that like you know that 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 child doesn't need much like my daughter all i i have to be careful with how i speak to my daughter because she immediately will just check out and and start boohooing and crying all over the place Uh whereas my son is just like I can I can be a little bit harder on him because I know he can take it. And my other son, um, I gotta be a little bit, you know, I got I got I can I have to discipline him and speak to him differently. I gotta I gotta pull him aside in in order and talk to him one on one with no one else around to get him to to really understand. So it's just you have to do things differently for different different people that you are in charge of. And when it comes to managing these studios, some of them, and and I know they've acquired studios that didn't need micromanaging, didn't need a hands-on approach. You got guys out here, Double Fine don't need nobody telling them what to do. Right. In Exile, I mean, Brian Fargo ran Interplay. He doesn't need anyone telling him what to do. Obsidian doesn't need help. Ninja Theory doesn't need help. Gallagher doesn't need help. No, Daryl Gallagher was was, was running Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, Crystal Dynamics, yeah. He doesn't need help. 
but you got Compulsion Games, who need some guidance. You got Undead Labs, who need some guidance. I mean, Bethesda, you've already got to set up where, where, where Todd Howard and the rest of them are just going to continue on managing their other eight studios. You don't even have to be all in on that. But it's just there's certain studios <laughs> where you don't need to treat them the same way you treat other studios like is that fair no but then certain studios are hitting hitting it out the park with quality and certain studios are failing expectations so when you feel expectations you get a little bit more attention you get my attention a little bit more injuries should had no point should have been bonnie got it because bonnie ain't had it in a decade yeah. <laughs> in a decade she has not nailed halo so at no point should it have been we're gonna let bonnie do her thing she she gonna take care of it yeah what, what she done that would let lead you to believe that she should be trusted like that i mean yeah the past sure but in in this iteration in this stint in this current role with 343 it hasn't been working so yeah um yeah, Victor, Victor, like I said, me and Victor, we're on the same page. I think it was just, I think he was just thinking I was just assigning more of the blame to Phil than needed to be in. And, and I don't, I just think being the leader of something it, like me, me being a store manager, I hope my assistant, I, I treat her like I, I, I treat her like she's me. Even if she don't want to be me, I'm going to treat her like she's me. You have to operate like I would operate because if you ain't working like I'm working, why are you here? Because you you are a reflection of me, and that's mm-hmm. what I and that's what I think. Um, especially because Phil Spencer put her in that position to run three four three and to build that company to what it is now, and he turned it over to Matt Booty, and now everything goes through there. So that's why I say it's a bunch of fault everywhere, but ultimately it falls on the head of the studio. And stuff is going to change due to that. And, you know, let's just let's I don't want to see anybody ever lose their job for stuff like this, you know, but this is very unfortunate that we're still talking about this game when it's not coming out no time freaking soon. Yeah, it, it is. And it's, it's you know, I, I I would love to see some good news or hear some Absolutely. good news about like Halo Infinite, that. but it just seems like that ain't in the cards right now, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, um, to uh, kind of segue to our other topic about AMD, now, I, I know there was guys like Cybernox in the chat that was well, was ready to hear this, and, and look, and I know some of these other people in the chat are probably like, oh, they're talking about PC? Let me go check out. Hey, look, this is relevant. Console. to consoles too like don't don't get it twisted this is relevant to consoles i'm gonna tell you why it's relevant to consoles what amd showed us is relevant to consoles because they showed us features and software and things that they're doing with their of course pc hardware but it's the same architecture that's in your playstation 5 and your xbox series x and s and so mm-hmm. knowing these things lets you informs you of what the hardware that you're purchasing that you pre-ordered can do today and will be doing in the future so this stuff is important don't just be like yeah whatever pc yada 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 ram and, and ssd cards i don't know like don't don't do that this stuff is important and so what amd showed is their big navi rdna2 
And what they showed was the three different GPUs. They showed the, the RX 6800, which is competing with NVIDIA's uh, NVIDIA's RTX 3070, and they show the 6800 XT, and they show the 6900 XT. Now, what I thought was very interesting with what they did was very, very competitive pricing um, and in regards to each slot that mm -hmm. each card was competing against the, 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 the NVIDIA cards. The 6800 is $80 more expensive than the 3070, but it's also <laughs> from what the specs are showing. We don't know yet because we need independent benchmark testing. I always say that because NVIDIA, you know, was saying some things that weren't quite true when they showed their stuff back in September. But when it comes to that one, it looks like it's more powerful than the 3070. So cool. The the 6800 XT is $50 cheaper than the 3080, but it looks like it might be on par with it. And then you got the, 39, the 6900 XT, which is $500 cheaper than the 3090, but they tried to propose it as being more powerful. But if you saw the graphic, you saw all this other stuff that was enabled <laughs> that allowed it to look like that. So some of these other features like um, smart access memory need a Ryzen CPU to work. Now, it wouldn't be surprising me at all if like through, you know, that, that somehow could be integrated into something that we may end up seeing with PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series consoles in the future. Um they also had rage mode, which was their auto overclocking of the uh, of the GPU. And I don't know if that's going to be something that you'll see implemented, but I thought it was a really interesting presentation. It still wouldn't get me as a content creator to buy AMD GPU simply for the fact that I love the encoders that NVIDIA has that allow me to just go live on my PC without an additional capture card or whatever. So as a concert creator, the, and until AMD does something in that regard to kind of compete with a, with NVIDIA, I'm still going to stick with NVIDIA until then. But you know, what, what, did, what do you think, man? Man, I'm just happy that they're making this a fight again. That's all I really care about because AMD, NVIDIA has been running wild out here with uh, these prices and, it looks like these new GPU prices are here to stay because um, AMD, I mean, because NVIDIA feels like they have a market share that they won't lose because of people like you. They want to stick with and there's nothing wrong with that because you're you're absolutely correct when it comes to the things that uh, NVIDIA does that you you like are things that are truly beneficial to you and the things that you like to do. And AMD um, yeah, they made up a lot of headway. And I mean, granted, we don't have real life um, specs on this yet. We just know what they're telling us. But let's be for real, man. If these specs are even if they're anywhere close to what they showed on those graphics, bro, we are talking about for five hundred and seventy nine dollars, double the RAM and. 10 to 15 percent of the well, look, that's definitely there if they put double the ram up there it's double, double the, the ram? ram period now that that's definitely there what i'm talking about like where you have to you have to wait for independent testing is when they showed the graphic of what the frames per second was in like a, a like 
a dozen games and they had it in comparison to well they're going after Nvidia 4k card. they're going after 4k even heavier than amd than nvidia is with putting all their g like putting all all their gpus being 16 gigs now the only difference between because the um the 6900 xt outperforms the six the the um 3090 with rage mode enabled with with, with rage mode yeah and with with, you know sam enabled yes you know so that's like all that overclocking stuff and they put that in the graphic but they put that in the graphic everyone sees that there like that how does it perform without that and that that uh that smart access memory you need to have a amd cpu in CPU. order to well, no, it, they showed that it still even before the smart access memory still outperformed it in, no, in a lot of the game 6900 xt they showed no, no they did they did if you go if, if you, if you go back and look at it they showed they literally the last graph they show they show just the raw numbers for the 6900 XT versus the 3090. But the only difference, the reason I still think the 3090 is a better, well, I think the 6900 XT is a better value, but I think a lot of people are going to stick with the 3090 because of the headroom it has in in, uh, VRAM. Like that thing still, what is it, 24 gigs of VRAM? I mean, you're basically paying for the VRAM for that extra $500. That, let me real quick. Let me address something in the chat. Yeah. That Sycamore said, and Sycamore says that I'm being a Nvidia fanboy, um, and he says because Nvidia has you because you have been using them for a long time. So far, you can't ignore what AMD is doing. Um, I haven't been using them for a long time because I haven't been PC gaming for that long. And Nvidia, I have Nvidia because of more than just what the game performance is and what the prices are now i'm not ignoring amd i at no point did i say that what amd showed was an oppressive it was definitely impressive. what i am saying is that you can't take any of these companies what they say when it comes to what performance will do from you know for face value they're trying to sell you something so of course they're going to take the best case scenario out of every situation that they can they're going to hide their weaknesses where was ray tracing sycamore they didn't talk about hardware ray tracing like there's stuff like that that you know when it's absent you kind of kind of wonder that's probably not a strong point for them at this point in time compared to their competition now me not being a nvidia fanboy let me tell you (laughs) why why you know like because people were coming at me on twitter for talking about the fact that the 3070 isn't what they said it was. NVIDIA said that the 3070 was slightly faster than the, the fastest card on the market, what was fastest card on the market, their own 2080 Ti. It's not true. The majority of the games that were independently tested by other YouTubers and people who don't have a dog in the fight show that on most games, it either was the same frames per second or slightly slower and very few cases was it actually faster than the 2080 ti which makes sense because it only has eight <laughs> eight gigs, eight of, gigs RAM. of ram versus, tw- yeah. versus 12 yeah completely not surprised whatsoever but that's why you wait 
and you don't listen to exactly what they say, what they said about the 3080 being double what the 2080 was. It's not. It's like around 70, 60% of what the 2080 is. But again, this is why you wait for independent testing. And, and that goes to both sides, not just NVIDIA. It's also AMD. And it's not just on PC gaming. It's on consoles as well. You know, like these companies are trying to sell you products. So they're going to tell you things that you want to hear. Microsoft's going to tell you they have the most powerful hardware out in the market for console gaming. Do I think it is? Sure. But I also want you to prove it. And so far, what have you proven? Yeah. See? PlayStation said, hey, you know, we're going to have the fastest load times. Do I think they're going to have the fastest load times? Absolutely. But guess what I want you to still do, though? Prove it. Because you're still a salesman, and I'm still a consumer. (laughs) And once I spend my money, you got me. So I still want you to prove to me what you're doing and, and, and what you're saying is true before I'm going to 1,000% believe it. Now, what AMD is showing, I, I love this stuff because all they're doing and these pricing, which is great, and I'm glad that AMD is getting into the high-end GPU market because all it's going to do is hold NVIDIA accountable and make NVIDIA do better for PC gamers in the future. But what also why I love it for gaming overall is what it means is that the minimum spec for PC gaming is going to go up. And when the number is going to go up, that means that everyone eats better. All these games are going to look better. They're going to be designed better. They're going to be designed with more more versatility and imagination because these developers don't have to hold things back. And, oh, well, that's not going to work on some old-ass 970. So let me just go ahead and just not allow you to go into all the buildings in this city because so, that's too much memory and it's just not it's, it's not going to be able to render, you know, it's stuff like that. That's what pushing everything forward means. It means better for game design. And so that's what I care about. You know, I don't, I don't care about NVIDIA. NVIDIA can... <laughs> I don't care. I don't have stock in Nvidia. I don't care what they do. I, 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 all I care about is their prices getting lower. And AMD punching them in the face like they did yesterday tells me prices that 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 thirty seventy Ti when it comes out, it's going to be competitively priced. It would be like six hundred bucks. No higher. You think you think, you think it's going to be six hundred bucks? Yeah. Because that that's that 3070 Ti. Look, if the if the, if it's true what the 6800 is, and it's that better, means they're doubling the VRAM. They look, they gotta compete. It's yeah, you yeah, you ain't and you ain't and, lying about and, that. And you, and, and you need to have that budget card be not just let your budget card get trounced by their budget card. You're going to have to make sure that you can have a card that's going to be competitive so that that 3070 ti is going to be that the the 3080 ti is going to make sure oh that's going to be a thousand dollars yeah oh yeah yeah well look i think that's going to be the thousand because you got to because you got to think at the moment they release i agree i agree with you in that one point because the moment nvidia comes out and does a 3070 ti that thing yeah 600 600 dollars you pretty much might as well just take the 3080 and throw it out the window because at that point, 
the 3070 Ti will more than likely be a better card for the price. Mm-hmm. Then the 3080 Ti is going to come out and replace the 3080 because they're going to move that up in spec. And that thing is probably going to be because that's the thing we always said. There's a huge price point gaps in between what NVIDIA was releasing their stuff at. And I think like like um, like he was saying, I do agree with Sycamore to an extent. I don't think I you're probably not the best case subject for this because you did just get it to PC gaming. And, you know, he doesn't know that because, you know, he's he's newer. He probably doesn't know. He doesn't know us like that. But slow-mo, he just got it to PC gaming this generation, like literally towards the end of the generation. So I don't really consider him one of those people that I think um, that I think Sick is talking about. He's talking about there is a lot of people out there that are just blind faith loyalists to Nvidia. It's like that in every and industry, no matter exactly period. and no Apple matter versus versus uh um um Android is like that with X- Xbox versus PlayStation is like that and name anything right. name any industry where there's two competitors for the consumer and you're going to find fanboys who are fighting for one side or the other for whatever side that they particularly enjoy and they hate the other side it is what it is like literally name any industry and you're going to find the same thing every single time. It's, it's just the way it is, which is fine. But, I, but, but I'm not <laughs> no. I'm not that guy. Well, it, it was Sycamore, he says 38 Ti will come out and it will be $800. And, it, and I would agree with you on that. But this is what I think a video is going to do. Hope so. I, I hope I truly hope I, I will take $800 all day. But yeah, I think a video is going to look at it like this. They're going to say 6900 XT, $1,000. 16 gigs of VRAM on par with our our 39 our, our, our 3090. I think there's going to be a higher end 3090 that's going to come out because I think they're going to release a $2,000 graphics card. It's going to probably get 30. What was the rumors? 30 gigs of VRAM? 36 gigs of revamp? Wasn't that the rumor or something? Um, I don't I think, think that, that was the rumor. But I, I, it yeah, might be but, more but. than that. It might be more. Who knows? But that 2080 Ti, I, I mean, the 3080 Ti, the rumors for that are like 24 gigs of VRAM. That's what the 3090 is now. They're gonna, they're gonna out. They're basically gonna say we're gonna give you such a value at at a thousand dollars. Can you imagine a a thirty eighty Ti being better than a sixty nine hundred XT for the same price that that sixty nine hundred XT is? And then you put that in line with the fact that more people just trust Nvidia when it comes to their driver support and the maturation of their uh, tools over time. That's the that's the reason people pick Nvidia over um, AMD. AMD has finally like. It's not like that right now when it comes to CPUs because in because AMD has matured their their platform over gener over the last two generations to make it feasible for them to be a market leader when it comes to that side of the um of the experience. Yeah, and, 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 and Intel just sat on their hands and, and, and Intel and sat on their hands. AMD to lap them. Yeah, exactly. but it, 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 I don't think Nvidia is, is is that kind of. They don't have that kind of mentality to just nope. rest their laurels and they get get lapped. They ready to? I'm telling you, they going <laughs> It's gonna be funny. I, I I would love to see a 3080 Ti come out at eight hundred dollars, yeah. but I just truly believe they're gonna put. They're going to put eight gigs or more. Eight, well, they're going to double the VRAM. 
and they're gonna put it at thousand dollars and say our name brand at a thousand dollars is gonna be better than what you can put out because our car is gonna be better at a thousand dollars. That's what I think they're gonna do. And, and, and guess what? The people that love Nvidia are gonna look at it like, yo, their their bios is better. They're gonna look. They're gonna start going down a tier list. And even if you think they're wrong. Until AMD proves that over the course of time, they can have a better process of um, getting their tools better for people to be able to get into things like Slomo was talking about earlier, being able to get up and stream on a PC and not have to worry about NVIG and all these other things that NVIDIA has built into their, their GPUs to make it a lot easier to do these things. You got to remember, AMD, this is the first generation in a long time where gaming was the focus they put focus on gaming this generation when it comes to their their gpu line amd has always done that so it's i mean not amd um nvidia has always done that so it's going to be interesting i just can't wait to see what happens next because guess what this just means prices are going to be lower for all of us sooner or later facts and and more competition from AMD towards Nvidia means that it, it just benefits all of us. It benefits not just PC gamers, as I said before. It's going to benefit console gamers as well because they just they, it means that both sides are going to not do a pull of Intel and rest in their laurels. They're going to push harder to be better. And then especially on AMD's front, considering they're the supplier for PlayStation and Xbox. That means, you know, like they're definitely going to benefit from that, having that same RDNA 2 architecture. So let's, uh, I mean, I think that was a good topic. I think we we, we may have, uh, um, some of our console gamers may have uh, fallen asleep. Um, you have to wake <laughs> up now because we're going to talk about uh, some of these content creators and influencers. Ooh, getting, fire. Getting, getting PS5 sent to them. They're getting, they're getting, Xbox Series X and S is they getting refrigerators, refrigerators shaped like an Xbox Series X, which I think, by the way, is a great marketing tool. Oh, that was man. a great idea. Whoever high five to whoever said, Hey, they, they probably Cindy Walker again. You never know. It probably was Cindy. You know, they're they making memes so about memes. How, how our console looks. Say it look like a refrigerator. All right, well, let's make a refrigerator. I mean, that's a. I mean, who knows how quality the refrigerator is? Because, like, you know, like I, oh, I, I, I just bought powers one, up so and makes. I've been like, I've been dealing with like what's quality and what's not, and what to look out for. But hey, look, I, I'll take an Xbox shaped refrigerator. It looked pretty big to me. <laughs> so, I mean, it looked it look like one of those high end refrigerators, man. Definitely. But slow mo, did um, mm -hmm. did you get one of those? Um, did you get an uh, Xbox sent to you? What about a PlayStation? Sent to me? Yeah. Did they send you one? First of all, first thought of you, all, I, I thought you were. I mean, you I are am. the fan of Luca. You know, I thought you would have been like on the, know on the who list. I am. Well, that's one, right? They don't even know who I am. Even if they did know who I was, they, I'm not getting sent anything. I can't even get a pre-order for a place. Like, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to pay for one. I can't even find one to get. Well, that's what so, Sycamore just said. He's like, uh, personally, I don't like the fact that customers can't pre-order, but a zillion influencers are getting the consoles, and I'm not mad, but I'm it just dilutes the excitement. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I get that too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on anyone that got one. I mean, hey, you know, congratulations. These people have big platforms. They worked hard to get to where they're at. Yeah. Uh, you know, more, you know, uh, more power to you, guys like Randolph Thor, Dealer Gaming, Cole Eastwood. Um, um, I, I think I just watched uh, um, the Mighty Keith um, guy Xbox Series S sent to him. Um, you know, all these people. They 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 got them sent to him, and even like the other channels, like you know, people was all like, "Oh, you know, Digital Foundry didn't get nothing from PlayStation." Hey, they got a PlayStation. And they too. got a you PlayStation probably, now. You know, like people, uh, you know, you, you when you are a certain level, you're going to get stuff. You're going to get free stuff. I understand it. I get it. I don't have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, just like when um, we get you to a thousand subs, you you're going to play Bucks next. Stuff's gonna happen, man. You get what you get. You get what you you. Hey, put that work in, bro. We gonna get what we want. Hey, hey I, I kind of feel like you know they the the people who got the free consoles wanted the free consoles. <laughs> Look, we oh, speaking of the free, did you did you even watch the interview uh with Drop Frames with Phil Spencer? Did you see that interview? Drop no. Okay, so the funny thing about that interview is at the very end, they asked him that exact question. They said, because they were talking about how hard it was to get systems. He mm -hmm. said, Do you got he said you got celebrities out there? He's you know, they they call him say, Yo, get Phil Spencer on the phone. Tell him I need an X, tell him I want a free Xbox. And Phil Spencer started laughing. It was like, bro, it no, no lie. He this is why I like Phil. He keeps it real. He's like, yo, for real. The the amount of free stuff that rich people want is ridiculous. That's exactly what he said in that street. He's like, he said he said the amount of free stuff. That rich people want is pretty ridiculous. It, it, it was ironic is that Phil says that like he's not a rich person himself. Like he's not a part of that that category. Like come on, you, you're not you're not a VP. You're not on the board of Microsoft and not filthy rich yourself. So you know, yeah, yeah. But but listen, man, he got a product that people want for free. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he he said when they, he said when people asked me that question i said well i donated <laughs> he said well i donated your xbox to the boys and girls club and i'm gonna send you an address to where you can buy your system yourself hey, hey don't they don't do that to me <laughs> I'm, going that again. I'm, I'm here for the xbox i mean i keep for the xbox series x no, but yeah, I, yeah, right there, yeah, that one right there. That's 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 me. I'm gonna yeah, but that. but I like what he said. He he said in that interview. He said, you know, I understand it, I get it. He said, but you know, I I'm happy. He said, but we wanted to put the sisters where we felt like they should have been. I think this was more the people that got these systems deserved them. I think part of it is because of like you said, some people got them just because of the size of their channel. Like I Justine, and let's be for real. I Justine, people give her crap, but she's been a big Xbox component forever. Like people don't realize when she does her own videos, like if she shows videos of her like doing editing on her channel, if you look at her setup, she's always got something Xbox related on her desk. Like when it comes to like a controller, so it's always something Xbox there because she's she's a starch Xbox supporter. Um, and he, they even talked about how um why they sent the refrigerator Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg has always been one of those people that's always been about Xbox and stuff. So 
I think a lot of it has to do with they're trying to pay homage to the people that's always giving them support. But then on top of that, you got people like Dealer and and Ran and Coat that you I got know. A question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Do you? Th- <laughs> Yo, go go ahead. Where's the smoke? I want to hear this. Uh, you feel like there were some people that should have got a console and didn't? Oh yeah, absolutely. But I, you, but I think they, I think you they want, got. You want to name them? Uh, I can tell you. Well, I'll yeah, I'll name. I think Kids Move should have got. <laughs> I think Kids Move should have got a system, you know. But the thing is, and I told Kids Move this too. I was like, but I think his antics on Twitter kind of took him out of the running for it, yeah. you know. I think a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there that deserve, especially in and and especially looking back at. Like some of the people that did get them, like shout out to the Ash and Luca. I was talking to her earlier today, and we were looking at some of the people that got these systems. And I'm like, bro, your channel is super small. You either know somebody at Microsoft, and that's how you got this system. Because I really don't understand what the like what is Xbox getting out of it by giving you this system. So there's some people out there that I'm like, how did you get a system? But another person that I think should have got one with Zalker. I think Zalker does an amazing job in his videos. He's on the biggest podcast ever when it comes to Xbox right now, when it comes to RDX. I think he's one of those people that I felt like definitely deserved to get one because of the work he puts in. But um, overall, all of these people that if you truly want something, you got to put the work in. You know, that's the one thing people don't realize. And the, the one thing that kind of disappointed me the most about what happened yesterday, because I was super happy for the people that did get them, are the people that got upset that they didn't get something. Like, I understand, like, how Smooth felt the stuff about it, because he, he does a lot of pondering back and forth with Xbox. But like I even told him, I said, that's not the way, bro. You got to you gotta be humble. And just keep moving forward because sooner or later, if you deserve it, you're going to get it. And then you got other people out there that want to change the whole persona of their channels and be something that they're not. You know, most people got to realize if if you you can't change who you are because the people that watch you watch you for the person that you are the entire time. The moment you start changing is when people stop watching you. So yeah. you got to make a decision early. That's why I, I take a very um, balanced approach when it comes to all this stuff. That's because that's how I am in real life. I don't look at all this stuff like who's going to do this and who's going to do that. Like which one do I prefer more and all this other crazy stuff. I just like games and I'm going to talk about it like I just like games. You know, I prefer one platform or another, but I'm not going to let one platform tell me that I can't like another thing. And I think a lot of people that watch my channel really get that from me. And that's why they support me. But when you build your platform around a lot of hate and a lot of back and forth and arguments and discussions, people don't realize that these companies, they watch your stuff. I literally talk to like people that says, yo, Xbox literally talks about all of these different channels. I don't know what PlayStation does because we don't really have that type of relationship inside the community when it comes to like the higher end um, executives at PlayStation like we do with Xbox. But 
the people I talk to that talk to these developers and they talk to these executives at Xbox, they will tell you like, bro, you'd be surprised how many of these channels they look at because they want to know what the community is thinking. And they know that YouTube and Twitter are some of the best uh, places to basically gauge what your hardcore fan base is. And if you're acting a fool, you're not going to get anything. You got, you got to really think about the things you put out there in order to, you know, uh, appeal to the brand that these people want you to appeal to. But slow-mo, what do you think about all this, man? Cause I know you took a back seat and you probably were laughing and snarking at a lot of people's comments and stuff. I'm just, I never really got a chance to hear what you thought about all of it. I, I, I thought yesterday was kind of humorous. I mean, right. and me, me being as the guy that doesn't even have a thousand subs. So of course, like myself, it, like I, I'm no, not in the running for anything. <laughs> right but i'm looking at other people who they're being themselves and they enjoy the brand that they have the content that they uh provide and they're proud of it and then they see other people get free consoles and you could say oh what well, that they got a free con this person got a free console because they're a corporate slave for this corporation or this person got because they shill or this person got because they got influence or they know somebody, yada, yada, yada. Or this person got because of race, whatever. I don't think it's any of those things per se, but I don't think it matters. You have your content. And I know this is kind of like, we're, we're really talking a narrow view here because the like the majority of people here on content create that are listening to this aren't content creators. Right. But if you are a content creator or you plan to be a content creator at some point, think about what you want your brand to be and yep. think about what it would take for you to make your brand what it would need to be to get free swag. Or to get stuff like that or get the attention of a particular corporation. If that's not what you want to do, then don't do that. Like, be happy with what you got. Be proud of what you built and be proud of where you're at. That you don't, because doing things that are outside of your character and doing things that you're not happy with. Are, are going to be in the long term, yeah, maybe you get a free PlayStation 5 or a free Xbox Series X. But outside of those times, you're doing content that's not you. It's right. fraudulent and it's not about So, like, don't even worry about that. You keep doing you. You keep doing the things that you do the way you do them and enjoy it. There are people out there on Twitter trolling all day long. Mm-hmm. And they don't get, they don't expect to get anything from these corporations. And they're not going to get anything from these corporations, but they have that understanding well before they started. I'm not getting up from my ideas. And they may have big platforms, but they still be like, I know I'm not, they're not going to send me anything, but I'm all right with that because I'm having fun doing what I'm doing. And that's all I would say. Go ahead and have fun doing what you're doing. Like I could, multiple times I've thought about branding my channel after a particular game that i may have enjoyed a little bit so i'm like hey look i could probably you know get into this ride this wave of like this particular game and 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 you know so on and so forth but that's not me i like the games i like i will 
will talk about the games I like to talk about. I will do content on the on the stuff that I enjoy. But if I'm not doing content on it, it's because I don't like it. <laughs> if I don't like it, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to do a video on it. I'm not going to cap for no games or corporations that I don't care about. You don't see me talking about no Nintendo on my platform. The only time I've ever made a video about Nintendo was about the two games that I enjoyed on my Nintendo Switch. And you ain't seen no videos about any Nintendo games since then because I don't play my Nintendo Switch. And see, like, and that's just, I'm not, like, bragging, but that's who I am. I just, I can't do anything but be me. And I'm not going to be, like, you know, Team Green, Team Blue, screw this, screw this, this, this platform. Forget all that. I'm not about that. And it's, you know, and I'm fine with where I'm at with it because I know that everything I'm doing is authentic and I, and I, and I enjoy what I do. And so for everyone else coming from the guy with, with 680, whatever subs and, you know, um, <laughs> if you're out there and you're upset about not getting something, then just think about what it would take to get that. And do you want to be that person? Cause if you don't, then there's nothing to worry about. You just keep doing it. Yeah, I just look being a person that you know works in retail and has been given PlayStations and Xboxes. You know, trust me, these companies want to. They want to. They want to give you stuff. They like anybody. Like no company wants to not support the people that support them. But if you're not giving them. If you're not giving them what they want, like the it's not even about the viewers, it's more of the experience. It's like working in retail, my job is basically to let people know like what's best for them. And they give me the stuff for the most part to be able to be able to articulate that stuff to them and say, yo, this is probably the best thing for you because of this. And based on the experiences that you're telling me about, this is what I think you should go with. And and that is very valuable to a lot of these companies. But when you go look at and that's just on a retail front, you go to like YouTube um, and like rent, like go to Rand. Rand is one like I, I tell everybody my favorite content creator when it comes to Xbox. He, I feel like of all of the content creators, he's the one that a lot of people respect. On no matter where you are, you could be Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. You could be anything. Maybe not Switch because mm-hmm. he 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 tells people out outright he hates Nintendo. But when it comes to PlayStation and Xbox, people pretty much respect his opinion all the way across the board. And he has such a such a thought process when he goes about talking about these different things he has a huge xbox channel and it's like why wouldn't we he has playstation people that watches his channel so why wouldn't xbox send him a system to basically tell all of those playstation people that watch his channel to try to convince them like yo maybe xbox isn't as bad as we thought it was why do you think they send somebody like neo game spark an xbox he's more he's more neutral than anything but there's a lot of people that don't care about none of this console war stuff that watches his channel and guess what? And, and people he, people really respect Neo's and, opinion. And, and they really respect a, his a, opinion. A, yeah, a, a platform side respects his opinion, where the other side, you know, 
hates his guts. It's like, you know, across the board, people know and respect his opinion. So, of course, that's someone that you want to kind of get that, get your hardware in his hands and let him give his honest assessment of what it is so yeah. that people will then because like you could as i was saying before about like amd and the video and all and like everyone's talking about what their product is going to do for you and how i don't trust that because you have a product to sell right but when you give it to someone who's independent and I know there's some people who 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 have the mindset as soon as someone gets something free, I immediately disregard everything that they say. And I under I understand that mindset because there's some people out here that would just say whatever for free swag or money. I get that. But then there are also the majority of people still respect that person's opinion. And there's a particular reason why they got something because they got influence over a large number of people. So if someone gets something for free and people respect what they got to say and they and they co-sign what you say about your product, yeah. it, it, it holds more weight for what your product can do uh. than you just out here saying, hey, we're the best. But then no one else is co-signing it they don't mean nothing so yeah yeah, this is a fun this is a fun industry to be a part of man it's fun to talk about all of the stuff that's happening it's fun to talk about what xbox is doing and what playstation is doing and it's even fun talking about what xbox needs to do better to give us the experiences that we always wanted from them that we didn't get throughout this generation but it still doesn't change the fact that there's always a way of doing it and the one thing i will say is if you're respectful and you are um you give constructive criticism without trying to bash and make the platform look terrible you're gonna they will they will look at you and say yo we're people just like everyone else and that's what i enjoy the most man i I, i'm just happy for the people that got them because i feel like the people that did get them truly deserved them the ones at least the ones that i know but there are some people i wish would have got them but i understand why some people didn't get it but that should just tell you like listen when it comes to what you want to do you are the pre- you are what you put out there and if you want to be seen in a certain light you need to let that be shown out there because trust me it's that's the only way you're going to get ahead yeah, out but, but then but then like if that's not you and you don't feel comfortable doing that don't do it then don't do it but well, that's just what know, but said. just know BG yeah but that. yeah yeah, but just know, yeah, and, and shout out to BG. Like I, I, I watch Weapon Will. I, I think I, I enjoy BG's content, and and he, he's a damn good real company player. I like playing real company with him. But like, yeah, uh, um, it's it, what he said was that you know he he's in his own lane and he's cool with that, and that's what that you if you are fine with where your content is. And you know that you're not going to get any, anything from said corporations for that. I mean, like, look, you should never go into it wanting something. Uh, anyway. like, BG gets free Avra Media stuff, so I don't want to hear anything from BG yeah, anyway. It's like, like <laughs> he gets, I mean, they sponsor his Avra channel pretty mm-hmm. much at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he's got a great endorsement. So, like, you know, th- this yeah. is what happens when you build a platform. Yes. You, you you know, you get things. This is what it is. But let's Listen, let's go ahead and wrap up, man, because I think we, we're getting a yeah, little long Yeah, just, just <laughs> don't... The, the biggest thing is, the last thing I'll say is, when it comes to stuff like this, don't ask for it. Just work hard 
It's going to happen if it's going to happen. It's just like asking somebody to mod you. Like with, with somebody, if somebody in the chat asks slow mo, yo, slow mo, why ain't a mod? He's going to be like, well, who the hell are you? Why am I going to give you a mod? <laughs> you know, because it's like, you know, the people that get mod are the people that you just look like, let me make this person a mod, you know, because they're always here. They're always supporting, you know, outside of people that we know that are friends and stuff that we make mods, you know, but when it comes to random people, we don't know who you are. So who are, why would we just give you something? So that's what you kind of need to think about when it comes to how these different platforms and, um, and how these influencers are looked at, you know, they, they put the work in and if you put the work in, things will work out for you in the end. Awesome. I, I agree. And thank you. One bad, one bad mother says great show. Friends been listening while cleaning. You two That's have great chemistry. About. Hey, Hey, you know what? I agree. I agree. We do have great chemistry, you know, Absolutely. outside of the times where we're, we're forte can't say words correctly. And we, and we, oh, gotta, we, we didn't gotta, have that. We today. Yeah. We, yeah. It's progress, progress. We, 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 we making progress here, man, but like, go ahead and uh, let everyone know what you got planned for the rest of the week, the weekend, and what we have to look forward to from Game of Forza. Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, you already know how I feel about you, man. You know, you're you're my brother in ours when it comes to hey, this type look, of stuff. Look, look, we won't need none of this wishy washy stuff right uh, now. Man. You know, it ain't wishy washy. Wishy washy. <laughs> you mean does love triangle that everybody thinks uh, that hey, we look, got stop. going can, on? Can you just get back to the point? <laughs> Here we go, all right, man. Listen, listen, man. Listen, it's always great being here with you, man, because you are one of the people that I look up to the most because you keep me on track. You know, you people, we go back and forth a lot, but ultimately I respect everything that you do. And I truly, truly appreciate everything that you do inside this community. So I love being here with you. But outside of that, Gaming Forte, you know where it is. Xbox Live, um, YouTube, Twitter. Nautica's still on PlayStation because PlayStation ain't gonna steal all my stuff. Uh, so I'm not gonna change it over there until I know that's safe. But uh um yeah dps podcast will be on my channel next week so if you enjoyed this show make sure you sub to the channel over there so you can uh, continue the conversation on my channel next week uh i got a couple of different videos coming out i got a video about what phil spencer talked about today coming out tomorrow we're going to be talking about all the different things going on with the xbox my unboxing video for the playstation um controller and the accessories are going to be coming out tomorrow so if you want to hear my impressions of what the controller feels like check it out on the channel tomorrow uh but outside of that man i'm just super excited for these systems to very just come out at this point so we can stop talking about hardware and specs and start playing games facts facts uh myself um um also i want to just say hey, hey look for i appreciate you bro i know i give you a hard time all the time and Every day. Yeah, you know it's all of man um uh, for, for myself, I have I have a, about three videos I'm working on that should be out uh, fairly recently. I think this week I've had like been just motivated to do more content, and so you've seen probably more videos for me this week than in previous weeks. Maybe I'm just kind of finally getting getting my my win back because uh, there was a little while it was like I was just doing like a couple of videos a week, but definitely got a video about AMD. That, um, um, their presentation from um, from yesterday. I got a video out on that. That's just really going to be kind of like what for those who don't quite get all the PC talk, a, a way of explaining it. 
that you know everyone is on the same page i also got a video i'm gonna do and this, this is something i thought of today uh seeing some of these changes from anthem um about some like seeing that they're finally doing some things that like all looter shooters do but you know these these are the things that people wanted from anthem and so i'm gonna have a video out about that as well as a, a, a quite a different take on um some of those phil spencer comments from last monday i have a that video might be out tomorrow actually i, I got a different take of what might be in store for xbox in the future so look out for that i'm also going to probably go live at some point this weekend playing games i don't know what i'm gonna play it, it might be mass effect 3 it might be road company it might be some i don't know what it's going to be but i'm gonna go live and play something it might be among us we gotta do among us again because among us is is just way too much fun but mm -hmm. i do appreciate everybody that came through today literally all you guys are awesome i love you guys and uh make sure you, if you haven't set up the gaming forte's channel that you do so immediately his information his twitter and youtube channel is in the description of the podcast and we out peace have a good night guys <laughs>